for advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. Welcome to the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports, bringing you sports, beer, and beyond. Catch the show live every Friday night at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Or get the show wherever you download your favorite podcasts. It's time to grab a cold one, kick your feet up, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. This is Lenny Dykstra Nail coming at you. Listen to Corner Pub Sports. Corner Pub Sports. What a fucking kickback. What is up, everybody? Doing our thing live, as we always do on Facebook. And of course, if you're downloading, as you heard in the intro, we'll need to talk about it anymore, as we always go through it. iTunes. You know what? We, we haven't done it in a while, there. iTunes, Spotify. What's that other one? What's that other one that you love so much? Uh, yeah, we haven't done that in a while. And we are joined right off the bat here with a special guest, it's the real deal with Damian Adams podcast. The host, Damian Adams. Thanks, man. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, brother. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for having us. Mm-hmm. I'm here with my girly drink to join you guys with. You guys all got manly beers. All right, well, <laughs> you know what? My margarita. That's a perfect oh. way. Perfect way to. So, so Damian, Damian's got a margarita going, man. That's uh, that might be a first on the show. I gotta be honest. It might be a first. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I got a lager, Yingling lager, you know, a Pennsylvania tradition there. What, what you... As long as it's alcohol, you're good on this show. Yeah, it's actually true. <laughs> it is true. Uh, Gary, what are you, what are you drinking again? What's it called? Trail Haze. Trail Haze. Six Point Brewery in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, okay. And Ryan's got his, his normal, uh, rum and coke, right? Damien, we got a... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's whoa. a different room he's got. Oh, there. yeah, it is a different room. What is that? A Bacardi, Bacardi Spice. Bacardi Spice. Oh, Damien, we got a message for you here from uh, one of our listeners here. Steve said, uh, tell Dan- James Harris to fantasy <laughs> football. So. <laughs> so right, off the, right off the stop, we got fans breaking balls. There you go. <laughs> So I I think it's probably the best way to open the show tonight because this news was pretty fresh. Uh, I can't really say I'm completely surprised because of what uh, was what it was looking like, but uh, rapper DMX passed away today. Uh, was it 40, 49? 50. Oh, he's fifty. He was fifty. Ah, he lived long enough. No I'm kidding. Um, now fifty years old, man. Fifty years old, and. Uh, yeah, basically uh, succumbed to a uh, battle with drugs, man. It's uh, you know he OD'd and that was uh, that's all she wrote. OD OD'd went into a heart attack and then he was brain dead for a week. It's a shame, man. Um, guy in that position just couldn't beat his demons, man. It's a shame. Yeah, like like you know even us in life, what demons do we have? You know what I mean? And you can't fight them. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah, really. I mean, yeah. you know, but we're not, le- but nah, we're not we... legends. 
No, we're not legends. Yeah. Yeah, like, we're not legends. No one's going to no. remember us in, you know, right. 15 years. Nobody. Uh, nah, man, we all got our own demons. Uh, but DMX definitely left his imprint on, you know, all of us, on the culture, man. He's one of my favorite rappers of all time. One of my first albums I bought was Grand Champion. Uh, Grand Champ. They came out with, like, 03, 04, like, 13, 14 when it came out. Went and got my, my, my little allowance, gathered up and went and bought it. My mom had no idea what the lyrics were. Um, <laughs> she let me get it. <laughs> but uh, that definitely was one of my first to, like, really push me in the direction of my music taste. So, yeah, I always have a big spot my heart for DMX, man. So, rest in power to him. Like, 50 years old, that's young. Yeah, it is. That's, that, that's very it young. Is. It's just a shame, man. But, yeah, obviously he was, I guess, I think it was it was probably fair to to be fair, it's probably fair to say that he was uh, probably best known for kind of that raspy, that raspy voice, that raspy delivery of his. Um, you know, kind of that rough. The raw emotion. Yeah, yeah. Delivering everything yeah. with. Um, like yeah. aggressive lyrics. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and, and I, somebody put a nice, actually, I don't, was it, no, it wasn't you, Damien. It was, it was actually my neighbor put up a post. Cause it was it was like three in a row, and that's why I'm like kind of mixing it up. But I think it was my neighbor who put up a post, basically saying like that DMX was his recovery from the loss of uh, Biggie. He said that was his like recovery, like that was his go-to, and that wow. kept him going like through that. You know, like that that kept him interested in that in in, in that genre and that that that, that style. That, so. that, that's that's really interesting. Because I would have never, I never thought, I never thought of it that way. But yeah, like Biggie died, and it, you know, I'm not the biggest rap fan, but Biggie dying was like, whoa. And then I was kind of. There's just some rap songs, Ryan, where you're just like, wow. Yeah, and then I, I was, can't, I, I can't not listen to this. And then I was kind of, like, I was kind of, I don't want to say done with rap, but then DMX comes along, and it's like, wow, that's really interesting. He posts. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, Damien, you said, so you got the first, that album, what, 02? I mean, it's a couple, so that's yeah, a couple so, years after Biggie died, right? Yeah, but, Grand but, Champ, yeah. that wasn't his first album. Grand Champ, I believe, was his third or fourth. Okay. okay. Um, but it was the first one that I bought. Uh, it was, like I said, one of my first introductions at that age to something so raw, so emotional. Um, and, you know, it's something that at that age, you might not understand everything that he's going through in the song, but you feel the emotion. And then as you get older, you go back and visit it. Like, oh, I see what he was going through and what ultimately, you know, he went through in his whole life. And but it was just and then he would have the range, right? You could have those songs where he's telling you what he's going through with his demons, and then also have what do these bees want from me? Where right? he's talking about mm -hmm. the trouble he's going through with women. Yeah, yeah. And how he, he's still he's still a player, but these women try to lock him down or he'll You'll have just so many different ranges in his music, so that's why I love DMX so much because of his versatility. So, uh, our, our, one of our listeners here, uh, my first CD was Bon Jovi. Um, I would gladly take that uh, take that trade off, <laughs> put, <laughs> put Bon Jovi yeah. in his spot, and, and that'll be in, that'll be into that. And we keep DMX and get rid of Bon Jovi, please. No, I'm <laughs> if you can't tell, Damien, I'm a Bon Jovi's Huge on, on Bon Jovi fan. Oh, dude. Huge. Dude, Bon Jovi's <laughs> Bon Jovi's on my list of like like you know 
not to steal Dennis Leary's uh, line, but you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan's dead, but we can't get bon- John Bon Jovi in a helicopter. Um, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a shame. Uh, but anyway, yeah, rest in peace, DMX, man. That sucks. Uh, rap lost the legend today, and uh, definitely a pioneer. Well, I mean, that's perfect. That's a perfect, uh, I think, error to, to say. Well, actually, he hit a number one, he hit a number one album like three years ago, four years ago, or something like that, which is crazy. But, um, but early 2000s, I mean, really, he dominated. You know, for the yeah. most part, he yeah. dominated that that genre. So, yeah, he had the um, the Rough Riders album, and then yeah. um, I don't like it rough when you're riding. And then, and then there was X, <laughs> um, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood album. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, well, I guess he's not wondering where his dogs are at anymore. Cheers to you, DMX. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I gotta be honest. We we normally do a lot worse with our tributes, and we were actually pretty good tonight. And I'm actually proud of you guys. Good job. <laughs> Man. At, least go out, at least he didn't go out like young Clapton. <laughs> what off a ledge? Oh my God. And there we go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Something happened to my kid. You want to hear about it? Yeah, Tears in oh! heaven. Oh! <laughs> uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try Come on. Fucking rotten. All right. Talk to him while he's on the mop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You got uh, the horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh man! All right, <laughs> Kelly, here we go. <laughs> There's his shoulders in the street sweeper. <laughs> can't find his eggs. I can't find his eggs. It's like four parts of them all over the place. I can't find his eggs. Ah, uh, rotten bastards! Uh, all right. So, uh, for those who are watching, uh, I mean, you know, Gary's wearing a Phillies hat, but uh, Ryan and I are wearing Sixers. Damien's got a, a New Orleans Pelicans uh, get up going. Um, yes, by the way, by the way, you got to show off that jersey. You got to show. Oh yeah, off. he's got personalized Pelicans jersey. Yeah, with the name of his oh. podcast on the back. Real deal. That's pretty oh, awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, we should do that, but <laughs> they don't have sizes <laughs> big enough for you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty well. <laughs> so fat. So what? Uh, anyway, so um, it just fat so guys need love too, Sean. It, should, it just so turns out that our our squads are playing each other tonight, so that this uh, this could be a little fun. Um, what's, the, what's the score right now? Sixteen fourteen Sixteen four. So I'm a little behind you on my thing. I'm sixteen twelve Sixers, but no, I just got a pinned on my phone. Like I'm not watching it, but okay. The Phillies are winning though. There you go. Who's pitching? Uh, Wheeler. Wheeler. So, so Damien, um, I know you're you're a big Zion fan. Um, what has he done that has completely just floored? What is one thing that Zion has done in his very short career so far that has completely floored you at this point? Um, it's his ability to run point. I didn't know he had the ability to become point Zion, right? And uh, it's something that Stan Van Gundy kind of unleashed maybe I'll say maybe a month 
a, a month or so ago where he gets to, gets the rebound and just goes and he can facilitate the offense. He could play make. Uh, and we knew they said that he had a good basketball IQ, but I didn't know he could be the point guard for several possessions during the game. I knew about the athletic ability. We all knew he could jump out the gym. He was six foot six, 280 pounds and still had a 40 plus inch vertical. We knew about those things, but I didn't know about his basketball IQ. The fact that he could run point for your team for several possessions and do it well. That's what really has surprised me so far. Yeah. So speak, speaking of that, like, like he's been, I mean, the comparisons to Shaq need to slow down. If you ask me, it's just, yeah, it's too know, early. It's too early. Yeah. But, um, they don't have a terrible team. Like they got Zion, they got Brandon Ingram. Um, they have Malcolm Brogdon too, I think. No, no, we don't have Brogdon. He's in Indiana. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah, Eric Bledsoe. So like, what? What's the issue? Like, why do they struggle so bad, especially at home? Defense. Got to play some defense, man. Um, and it's one of the reasons that we got rid of Alvin Gentry last year and then signed Stan Van Gunny to be a coach is to hold the team accountable on that end, to be better on defense. And we've showed flashes here and there, but we should be a lot better on defense. Lonzo Ball is a good individual defender. Eric Bledsoe is an excellent individual defender. Like, he's somebody who's been on all NBA defensive teams. Zion, he's young, so he's going to struggle on the defensive end at times. And moving his feet, sometimes he's going to struggle. But he still can make plays because he's so athletic. He can make blocks and stuff like that. Brandon Ingram, with his, his length, should be good on defense. Steven Adams is a good defender. So it doesn't make sense for us as a team to be bad on defense when we have good individual defenders. Um, so I think I have to look at Stan Van Gundy and say, what's going on on that end? To where we're not good on defense when we have individuals who could play defense so it's his first year he didn't have a normal offseason to implement his defense the way he wanted to so i'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt there but right now i have to look at stan van gundy and say it's on you the fact that we're underachieving right now that was absolutely the case with the sixers for the past few years um before before we got doc rivers um you know, the majority of the fan base here was, and you know, fans say whatever, right? Especially these days on Twitter and social media. But mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly agree with the majority of them that the scheme wasn't fit with the uh, personnel, and um, and it, it's become evident, in my opinion. I mean, because you're seeing, you know, just a, a so much more fluid team, a much more fluid team, I should say, um, with the, with under under Doc Rivers this year. You're seeing Embiid, mean, that, you know, just come out of his. Sh- ben Simmons, granted, he's not having the best offensive season, you know, uh, as he, as he's had in the past, uh, or as good as an offensive season as he's had in the past. But I just think that um, he's been playing more comfortably. I think, you know, Ben doesn't seem like he's pressured. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. Like it, scheme means so much, and 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 I think you're probably 100 percent right on that. I, I think you have to look at the coach in that position because you. You, know, you you name you name those guys and it's just how are they how are they a bad defensive team? It just doesn't make any sense. Like no, the players got the players got to buy into the coach's system. That's very that's very true as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's obvious. I mean, Joe Embiid is having MVP year, right? Yeah, and he, and he he obviously clearly bought. I mean when they when they signed Doc, I mean he he was one of the first to come out and like like. Yeah, like this is awesome, you know. And he was he was so on board. Him and Ben both were just like he's, this playing, is, this out, is he's great. playing out of his mind. Yep. Doc was actually going to take um, he was going to take a year off, and then um, the Sixers, uh, Elton Brand called his agent, and he was like, 
this is probably the only team that I'm not going to take a pause for mm-hmm. because of Embiid and Simmons. And, you know, coming from outside of Philly, uh, I'd like to get your take on Ben Simmons because, yes, there are things that we wish he all did, but, like, the way he affects the game, like, you don't see it in the stat sheets. This, I mean, this guy can he, – he might be the best – like, you can make the argument that he's the best defensive player in the league. He can guard all five positions. Um, he can facilitate. He can rebound. He, he leads the league in fast break dunks. So, like, from an outside of a Philly perspective, like, what's your take on Ben Simmons? I think people need to appreciate him for what he is, right? Um, do I want him to have at least some type of inkling of want to take a jump shot? Yes. Like, I would love to see him at least just challenge the defense somewhat to where, like, you see certain times where – defenders are 20 feet off of him and he's not even looking at the rim. I think that needs to change. But when you talk about his impact, I got him for defense player of the year so far. Like his impact on that end is amazing. His vision on fast breaks, you said fast break dunks. You can't stop him. If he's going downhill, you don't have a wall. It's one-on-one or one-on-two. He's getting through and dunking the ball. Like you're not stopping him. So you have somebody who's 6'10", who can run point in that way. All teams, pretty much all teams would take him outside of people who have like a Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, someone like that. Mm-hmm. All other teams would take a Ben Simmons. So for all of the criticism that he receives, people would definitely take Ben Simmons on their team. I love Lonzo. Like Lonzo Ball is a good defender, improved shooter. But I would take Ben Simmons over Lonzo because even though Lonzo is a good defender, Ben Simmons is a great defender, right? And even with his lack of shooting, he still impacts the offensive end. Mm-hmm. Now, come playoff time, that's yeah. where the lack of shooting can really hurt you. We've mm-hmm. seen in the past where teams are going to be like, okay, they're going to play you differently. They're playing you three, four, five, six, seven times in a row. So now they know, okay, we know exactly where Ben is. If he's going to cut, we know where to stop him. But we know we can leave him alone. Now we can double Embiid. We can double Harris on the drive. There's Shooting lanes aren't open for Seth Curry and Danny Green because Ben Simmons is out there. That's where it hurts. So they have to find a way to get past that. But Doc, as a coach, may be able to scheme up something to help that out, unlike Brett Brown was able to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's um, that last that's part, I think, is the biggest part because, uh, you know, Ben Simmons' game hasn't hasn't changed. You know, he, he's just, he just looks a little more comfortable in this in the system, but his game hasn't changed. Like you said, he's, he's still not shooting. I mean, he's – what is he att- – I guess he's attempted two threes. And he doesn't have to attempt threes. I'm not even talking about threes, but he's attempted two. I just want, I just want like a 16 footer. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we and we still haven't seen that. So, like you just said, I mean, you have to come up with some special plan for him in order to for him to succeed on the floor, especially in a playoff series. And with Doc's system, it does it does create more space. And so it would have been perfect for Ben to be able to learn that. You know, start taking that jump shot a little bit. It's just going to open everything else so much more. And he just—I I don't know if it's—I um, I think it's mental at this point. I, I just—I, I, you it know, has to be. It's some kind of mental block, dude. Like I, I don't know if he's afraid of failing. I, you know, I don't—I don't know. Wasn't, like, wasn't there a report about him looking to see a sports psychologist mm-hmm. about it? Yep. So it's definitely—I think he's admit—he's admitted that it's mental. Yep. And at a certain point, you have to get over that hump. And get over that fear of failure. I guess that's what it is—a fear of failure. That once he starts shooting the ball and not making it, people are gonna judge him. People are judging you for not shooting. Like we're rather you shoot and miss yep. and just not yeah. shoot at all. 
That's he doesn't when you see Kardashian's tits. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> but no. he doesn't. He doesn't even have to shoot like a super high percentage. Like, yeah. give, give me like a twelve to sixteen footer at thirty five percent. It's it's gonna like just open so much up. Exactly. He, he, you know, like with yeah. Zion, Zion doesn't shoot the ball a ton. Everything is at the rim. But every once in a while, if you leave him just butt naked open, he'll take the shot. And that's all That's all you want. Just every once in a while, we're going to leave you 20 feet open, you'll take the shot, and you'll make them be at least honest with you. And next thing you know, if you pump fake out there, they saw you shoot before, now you got a free lane to the rim. Right. Yeah, they're not going to just give you a free shot and go, ah, he's going to miss it anyway. They're going to say, no, we, yeah. we got to watch this. We can't just give up two points here, you know? I guess the yeah. one thing that, that Ben has kind of worked on or developed a little bit, he, he started doing a hook shot here and there. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I mean, at least it's better than nothing. I mean, he's he's starting to do something there, I guess. But, so. but then he has that reverse layup that he did the other night, and you're like, like yeah, I know. The athletic know. ability it is to who. And it makes you free, like, and you're like, oh, it's all forgiven because he doesn't shoot because he does stuff like that, and, and uh-huh. he's one of the best slashers in the game. It's like, okay. But I, yeah, that's so that's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, Ryan, because I, I, I am. You see a lot of things on like, you know, Bleacher Report and people just attack Ben. And yeah. you can tell a lot of them don't watch the game. They just don't. They just judge off what everyone else is saying, you know, because he doesn't yeah. shoot. He stinks. It's like, come on. Clearly, you don't you don't watch the game. You don't watch. Yeah, the Sixers. But you don't there's watch another them. stat about him. I don't know if you've seen this, Damien. When he's not on the floor, the Sixers three point percentage is the worst in the league. When he is on the floor, their three-point percentage is the best in the league. Oh, maybe not the maybe not the best, but it's up it's there. It's up there, yeah. It's up there. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense because you think about all he creates. When he drives, you have to collapse because he's so big, so athletic. Now you get open shots for Seth Curry. You get open shots for Danny Green. So those shots get open because Ben Simmons is so good at what he does, and he's a good passer. Passing the ball on point. Is something that is underappreciated in basketball. Like, mm-hmm. you have to catch the ball over here or catch it over there and then shoot it, you're more likely to miss it than when it comes in the pocket. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that Ben Simmons does well. Like, LeBron is known for that as well, like hitting the person right in the pocket and they're ready to shoot. I think it makes a big difference as well. That yep. blue-collar grit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so, NBA in general, um, you know, we're, we're getting towards the playoffs here. Uh, it's coming up quick. And uh, – you know, you're starting to see some teams kind of fail a little, you know, fall a little bit. You know, Boston's kind of struggling here and there. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. Like, you know, in general, w- what are you looking at as far as – I guess we'll, we'll, we'll start with the Eastern Conference. We'll, we'll do that. You know, who do you think comes out of the East? Because, I mean, obviously the Nets are getting hot right now. But, you know, I I'm, I, I might be in the minority here. I, I said it before, a couple weeks ago. I think the Sixers can take the Nets in seven. I, I, I don't yeah. know what it is. It's just a matchup thing. Although they did get a little stronger with Aldridge, but um, no defense. That's kind of where I'm. That's kind of why I, why yeah, I would take no the Sixers. No defense. Yeah. So for me, I do think Philly could beat the Nets because they have no answer for Embiid. Even with Aldridge, Aldridge is good offensively, right? He can go down there, score you 15 points. He still can do those things, but defensively, he's not there. Mm-hmm. He's not there defensively because when you think about how he looked in San Antonio, that wasn't a fluke. Right, it wasn't like he quit on his team. He can't move on defense. And B, that's barbecue chicken, like Shaq would say, against mm-hmm. Aldridge. He was going to have his way. Now the problem is they're going to swarm him. They're going to double. That's where that point I came in earlier comes in. What does Ben Simmons do in that situation when they start swarming Embiid? They're doubling and they're going to double off of Ben Simmons because everybody else on the court can shoot. 
And does he take advantage of that? Are they going to go through Tobias Harris for the offense in that situation? Tobias Harris has been playing great this year. He's yeah. at all-star level so far. Do you go through him because Embiid is getting doubled just to do things differently? Um, and it's going to be a good coaching matchup. We're going to see what Steve Nash is really made of if you guys yeah. meet yeah. in the conference finals. Doc Rivers has been there, done that. He's going to know just a little nuances and little different things to do in a playoff series. Will Nash know that, right? Nash has all the assistance in the world, so he's going to have help there. But ultimately, it comes down to him making that right adjustment or not making that adjustment and letting his guys play. I think that's where Philly really has the advantage is that coaching matchup with Doc Rivers. That's a great point. And on top of that, I mean, the Nets have been kind of banged up. I mean, not that the Sixers have been the healthiest either. I mean, Embiid's just come back from yeah. injury now. but It was a minor injury, honestly. I think it was more precautionary than anything. Um, but, you know, the Nets have been banged up. They've had some semi-serious injuries. So that that's another thing, too. It's not like it's not like Durant's been the healthiest, you know. Um, you know, now Harden's kind of sitting out. And I don't, I don't know what's going on with him, but – so and Ky- Kyrie's always got something that pops up, right? Um, you know, he might have to go to a, a, a virtual, you know, town <laughs> meeting or something. <laughs> um, he might have a, he might have a birthday party to go to. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but something always comes up with him, and they have their depth has gotten better as the season has gone on with yeah, um, them. But I, I just especially with George Hill, as long as George Hill is a hundred percent healthy by the time the play, the, the playoffs start, I, I, I think it comes down to, I think it comes down to whoever has game seven at home, mm. especially with fans in the stands. Now, um, I think it's imperative for the Sixers to get the one seed by May, <laughs> by May. It's, it's going to be at least, I think it's gonna be at least 50% capacity in the stands. Right. right. So, um, I, I think if the Sixers get the one seed, I really like their chances. I think it's imperative for them to, to get it. I agree with that. You guys do play very well at home. Um, so I do think it is important for you guys. For Brooklyn, they have fans, but they don't have a home court advantage. Like you right. go, You're not, you're not going to go to Brooklyn and be like, oh, the fans are going to be so loud there in Brooklyn. Like there's a I lot of been there fans. long enough. To, like, yeah, exactly. Like so Brooklyn not scores a, a lot court. of points, but they also give up a lot of points. Yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, their defense still isn't the best. They have flashes of great defense. Um, but like I said, with Aldridge at center, he's not a rim protector. He's not somebody who's going to just hold up Embiid to stop him from getting there. Like, Embiid's going to have a field day if they don't come up with a, a game plan to double and swarm him and be able to rotate on defense. But again, yeah, like, we, all, we always get back to Ben Simmons. What would he do in that situation? But the Embiid like, thing, like, I'm not, I'm not concerned with – um, with Aldridge and who else are they going to throw at him? Blake Griffin? Yeah, yeah Claxton. Yeah, the backups. Yeah, these guys are going to fail out every game. Like, yeah. And, and, he, and, and, and he shoots ninety percent from the line. So and like, even even if they do, I mean, like Damian said earlier, Tobias Harris is probably your next. I think he's your number two option um, at that point. I mean, despite Ben being your probably your next best player, just Tobias is your next best offensive option. I think he's the one who has to step up. So, I mean, Tobias has been. Like we said, he had a, he's had a really good year this year, but I want to see him maintain this. I want to see him do this in the playoffs because they need him to do this in the playoffs. You can't just rely on Embiid's, you know, points alone. Yeah, Tobias he shines on the rivers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah but that's that, that's what it's gonna like. Like you want to see it in the playoffs. Like this has, to, he like his average has to go up three four points a game in the playoffs mm-hmm. because of the lack of scoring that you're gonna get from Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. 
I mean, they all do, really. I mean, Seth Curry has to average 18 points a game. Danny Green's got to average 17 points a game. You know, so, does, that, does that not make for fun shit? That's going to be a fun that, series. Yeah. Fun shit. And we're already yeah. talking like it's a foregone conclusion, but it, it definitely <laughs> seems that but way. You still got some other teams in the East, though. Yeah, yeah I was you, just going to say, Milwaukee's playing well right now. So, like, there's other teams that are that are coming up. I mean, so. But, I, it, but does, I mean. It's a complete and utter disappointment if the Sixers aren't in the conference finals, at least. Agreed. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not – I don't want to downplay them, but I, the, even with all depot, I think the Sixers are much better than the Heat. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't – I mean, I'm not sold to... on the box. I'm not – again, The, six, the Sixers so match the up. Box. They match up well with the box. Right, right. I mean, so, this, um, this compared to three years ago, bro, they're, they're, in, they're heavy in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, um – Actually, I think the Bucks might give the Nets a run for their money. Mm. Mm. No, that the net that the Bucks have good like, and with the lack of defense from Brooklyn, the Bucks have um, they got their starters can shoot threes, and they're they got three guys that come off the bench that can shoot light up from three point lane. Yeah. So, you know, nah, the, the Nets are gonna. Have, the Nets are going to have their hands full with them. Hopefully those two just yeah. beat the hell out of each other. And, yeah. You know? Uh, what about the uh, Western Conference? Uh, what do you think happens there? Because it's – Bloodbath. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking the same thing. It's just a free-for-all there, man. Well, I, yeah. It's a bloodbath out there. And with the Lakers dealing with LeBron and AD being out, they could fall down to seven or eight have to play in one of those play-in games to get in. And then you think about a team like Utah or Phoenix – having to play the Lakers in the first round mm-hmm. or even if they get up to the sixth seed and maybe you get Clippers versus Lakers in the first round, the fact that the Lakers are going to have to fight their way from a bottom seed to get there is going to make it even harder for all the top teams. On um, the West, I really think you can look at maybe five or six teams in the West. So you got the Lakers once LeBron and AD comes back, they're a championship contender. The way Phoenix has been playing, defense, offensively, they're a contender. Utah, you got to take them seriously the way they played this year. The Jizz. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's been... so you, got, uh, you got Dallas with Luka. Luka gets hot. You got to take them seriously the way they've been playing lately. <laughs> Bless you. There's a lot Thank of teams you. in the Western Conference that could come out. So I'm really looking forward to Western Conference playoffs. Like the game last night between Phoenix and the Clippers was really good. That could be a second-round matchup. That would be really, really good to watch. So the Western Conference, man, Andy, I really have a feeling that it's one of those rare years where you don't know who's the favorite coming out. Usually you have an idea of, like, this this team's the top, then other teams could win if something happens to the top team. But the West this year, there's no clear-cut top team. I mean, think, about the, yeah. think about the Jazz, though. Like, they're dominating the Western Conference all year, right? Got that number one seed, and they're – that their reward is to play a fully healthy Lakers team in a seven game series in the first round. It could be, it could be, that would be, it would be crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just so hard to not, I, I mean, with the Lakers, with LeBron, like it's so hard to not say the Lakers, right? Cause yeah. when is LeBron not made the finals? I mean, he's there every year. So yeah. When he's healthy, when he's healthy, pretty much he's there. Right. Um, but it's, Something's different yeah. though. These other teams just look better though. They do. They do. Every team in the West from last year in the playoffs. I even mentioned Denver. Denver. All right. Right. Jokic has been balling. Jamal Murray. I think the addition of Aaron Gordon is mm-hmm. major for them. 
Like that's another team that could truly make a run to the finals. Like there's so many teams that are good in the Western Conference. Yeah. So even though LeBron, you have to give him that benefit of the doubt because of his history, that West is tough, man. They're like bloodbath. The Clippers, Paul George is playing out of his mind right now. You just yes. they need Paul George to show up in the playoffs though. Mm-hmm. Um you know, a guy has a name like Playoff P and he he chokes <laughs> in the playoffs his whole career. Yeah, right. Um, so he needs to do it in the playoffs. If they, if because you know you're going to get out of Kawhi, so if playoff P shows up, you know the Clippers are going to be a very, very, very tough out. Tough, and Rondo definitely helps with that. I think they needed Rondo to help run the offense when things get bogged down. When it's playoff time, teams know your sets, right? They know everything you're going to run. Rondo can help you get into better position. Help Kawhi get the ball to the perfect spot. Help. Playoff P, become playoff P, yeah. and, get, and get the balls in the right spots where he can hit the shot whenever he needs to. So I think the Clippers are legit, a legit contender. I think them choking last year, which it definitely was a choke job, but I think that was more of a product of the environment of the bubble. The bubble was just weird. Like a lot of weird things happened in that bubble. Um, so I do think the Clippers are better than what they showed last year in the playoffs when they choked against Denver. I think we'll see it this year. I'm glad they choked, though, because that got off Stock Rivers. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> it did. It's true. It is true. I got I got a, I got a scenario for you guys. I, I saw this. Scenario. Don't you scenario, scenario me. Cry. Scenario me, guy. How about, a hypo, how about a hypothetical? Oh, yeah, I like hypotheticals. Yeah. All right, so um, I saw this on uh, Twitter, and I thought this was something I wanted to, you know, share on the uh, show and see what you guys think. Because I, I honestly – I still can't come up with an answer on this. Who wins on a one? Who wins on a, in a one on one? You with LeBron's build and his athleticism, but your basketball skills, or LeBron with his basketball skills, but your build and athleticism. I'm taking his knees out. I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Kenzo in him. <laughs> He's getting a left so, hook. So my basketball skills. And with LeBron's body and athleticism? Yes, yeah. or LeBron's skills with your build. I'm taking my basketball skills with his build and athleticism. Because I'm, yeah. I'm not a terrible basketball player. See, that's, <laughs> I'm not good, but I'm not See, terrible. that's kind of where I was, but then I was also like... But if that's he, a six-point game, bro. <laughs> you can give me that body and that athleticism, though, I'll dominate. So you're saying you with his build and athleticism? Or no, you with his, with his body and his athleticism, but my basketball skills. All right. See, that, I man. would. Yeah, I would go the same way. I'm a I'm a decent basketball player. I still play ball now. Decent shot. So if you give me LeBron's body and his athleticism yeah. and my skills, like I think I could beat my body with his skills. Because then, because I'm six two, so then he would be six two. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not as dominant. Not being six eight, whatever he is, what two seventy? So right. you give me his body, six eight, two seventy. Of all, just complete muscle. Yeah, if, if the if the ref ain't looking, I'm kicking in the balls, <laughs> poking in the eyes, I'm ripping off ears, I'm getting them fucking two points, no matter what it takes. See, I think the only well, I love the, it. the only I thing that kind of holds the, <laughs> the only thing that kind of like that that stops me because that was my answer too, right off the bat. I'm like, oh, easily, you know. If I have his build, I'm going to dominate him. But then I think about guys like uh, Allen Iverson, who were able to do oh, what they could man. do with his build, but and those skills he had, 
Oh, Nash was a freak. Of, it was a freak of nature, though. Pound to eight, pound, probably the best yeah. player ever, dude. Like to, he dicked Michael Jordan right out of his sneakers. Yeah, I mean that's oh, man. So that's the only thing that's like holding me up. It's like, but his skills, I mean, his shot, his ability to drive. He's he he'll still be able to drive on me. Like you know, he still has those skills. Yeah, that's the thing. That's uh, a good point too because man, I I'm, don't know. I'm I'm six two two ten. So LeBron's skills in my body would still be an NBA player. It'd just be a point guard. Right. So, but he'd still be very good. Very. He'd probably be like Russell Westbrook, but more efficient. <laughs> That's yeah. what he, he would be. And he could play defense. And he could play, defense. Can play defense on you. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't no, know. Imagine, imagine Allen Iverson as a Jeopardy host because Trebek is dead. Whoever wins, he's trying to hit him up for 10 grand. <laughs> no, I, was, I was wondering where he's going with this. Casino, uh, dog. Let's go. Let's no, go he, to the casino. Yo. Yeah, he's doing those uh, points. What are they? Pointsbet.com commercials yeah. now, or whatever. Him and uh, Devin. Hey, he- you, you won on Jeopardy, but I'm gonna have to hit you up for ten grand. Yeah, him and Devin Hester both uh, doing these commercials now for that gambling site. <laughs> Devin Hester. Yeah, I haven't heard that name in ten years, man. Ah, uh, man, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Where I still don't know where I would go with it. I kind of side with you guys, but then I'm like looking at that point of it, and I'm like, man, I don't know. Just because I'm taller and have his build doesn't mean I'm better than him. Like he can still, you know. I, like I said, I'm poking you in the eyes. I'm kicking you in the ball. <laughs> it will be tough. It will be tough because I'm trying to imagine me with LeBron's skills, like my size build with LeBron's skills, because he still have the basketball IQ. So that's what will make it so tough. Yeah, I think that's why I would have to go my my build and athleticism with his with his skills. I think I would yeah. take I would take that. I take my chances with that. Like, how long has LeBron James been in the league? Since two thousand years. Year eighteen. Two. Yeah, two thousand two, two thousand three. Like enough. <laughs> I think he's going to. He's going to try to last longer than Tom Brady. I think that's what he's going to do. Yeah, he wants to play with his son. I'll tell you what, man. He (laughs) – I'm not tired of of LeBron James, the basketball player. I'm tired of the LeBron James worried about the LeBron James brand guy. Yeah, the LeBron James media crap. But, like, just him playing basketball, I'm not tired of that. That's so much fun to watch. Yeah. It's the other shit. Like, shut the fuck up. I, I have not. So basically, you're saying like, shut the fuck up. That's what you're saying. Like Space Jam, <laughs> Space Jam Two. Anybody seen the trailer for that? Like, I was going to bring it up. Yeah, ridiculous. Right. it looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but, like, did, yeah, but didn't the first one look ridiculous though? It's really fucking ridiculous. But then, that's uh, what I was going to say. Like, I think we hold the first one to a standard that it's because it's Jordan. We, have, we haven't held. We haven't watched it in a while. Like <laughs> the first one wasn't really good. We just were younger. When it but came it's because it's Jordan. It's yeah. Because it's-, <laughs> it's Michael Jordan. We hold it to this regard. Like, I was, I think I was six when he came out. So, for me, it was like, oh, my God, Michael Jordan. The reason I picked up a basketball, Michael Jordan. But I have to look at Space Jam 2 for what it is. There's some six-year-old that's going to watch that movie and be like, this is the reason I picked up a basketball, yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. You know hey, LeBron I mean? James <laughs> and Jason Peters, enough. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Jason Peters. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, I, I think I saw something that was like, you know, uh, he needed Bill Murray and Newman from Seinfeld to win. And, oh, uh, you know, and or that or that's who he had as his teammates, as, as Jordan has his teammates. And then, uh, you know, LeBron has like the uh, 
you know, the uh, the souped he's up Clay player. Thompson. Yeah, exactly. Where he's playing against. No, Clay Thompson's a villain. Yeah, he's playing yeah, against he's play, Clay Thompson. He's playing yeah. against Clay Thompson and Damian Lillard down to Rossi. Yeah, that's pretty. I'll tell you what, they, they did a nice job that's with the pretty, uh, their likenesses. That's a pretty good team. Yeah, they yeah. did a pretty good job with that. But again, <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's it's Looney Tunes, man. I think we're looking at it as if it's going to be a, you know. <laughs> Looney, Looney, Looney. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to, I wanted to bring up Space uh, Space Jam too the uh, the trail I, I don't know I all right so the, 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 okay the I'm not going anywhere for it it's brought for kids the Why Braves not? just hit a two run homer right oh oh, oh. oh. Like, get the fuck out of here with that I, oh wait a minute Ryan if you're a Braves fan you're doing it I don't care I'm not a Braves fan get the fuck out of here with it but if you were a Braves fan you're doing but it. I'm not. Fuck as much as the people hate the chop, people also hate the E A G L E S chant too. So I, I don't care. I'm in the <laughs> See, let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. I can't. I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. It's It's April. Yes, don't don't lie to yourself. Yes, you can. Speaking of NFL, it's perfect segue, Damien. While we have you on, um. I I thought maybe we we hit you up real quick. Uh, see now we got now we got the, everyone else doing it. I mean now we got everyone else doing Eagles <laughs> team. Yes, Dave Peterson Eagles. Um, <laughs> uh, the NFL draft is uh, is coming What's up at it? the end of the uh, end of the month. Um, you know, there's some trading going on. Uh, Eagles made a, a trade with Miami. They're trading out of the top six. We thought we were going to get a wide receiver here. One uh, pick's going this way. One pick's going this way. This guy's standing here like, "Hey, what do you want from me?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so the uh, with the with the Saints because uh, they have an interesting dilemma. Um, you know, Drew Brees calls it quits, but I don't think they're going quarterback. But their complexion of the team probably changes. So I don't know. Like I'd be curious to see what you you know what you think about what they do uh, in the draft. Yeah, we're definitely we're probably not going to go QB because we're picking too late. If we were in that top four, top five, I could see us picking one of those top five guys that everybody's talking about. Uh, but I think we're going to give Jameis a chance this year. There's been a lot of talk about how Sean Payton really believes in Jameis Winston. And we all know what the problem with Jameis is, right? Turns the ball away too much. Um, but if there's anybody who can fix the turnover problem with Jameis Winston is Sean Payton, right? And Sean Payton's given me no reason not to trust him throughout the years. We've always had great offenses and – and Sean Payton, we trust. So if you trust Jameis Winston, I'm gonna trust him with him. Um, so for the Jameis Winston just needs strong guidance. If he can get that strong yeah. guidance, I mean, he he, he can excel po- for what he's been in college. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that as well. Uh, he has the arm talent as well. That's one thing that Drew Brees at the end didn't have was the arm strength to get the ball downfield, and it really bit us in the butt when we played against the Bucks because the Bucks are like, all right, we're gonna pressure you. We're going to dare you to throw the ball over our heads. We couldn't do it. And Drew threw three interceptions because of it. Um, so as much as I love Drew, he's the greatest saint of all time. We're going to build a statue probably next year for him outside the Superdome. He, he just no he, longer he, has the, the arm talent to do it. So Jameis does have it and has now has the guidance of Sean Payton, that strong guidance that Gary was talking about. So I do believe that he'll be able to thrive in our system. But as far as the draft, I could see us going in a couple of different ways. We do need a number two receiver now. Um, we let go of Emmanuel Sanders. He went to the Bills. So if there's a receiver there, I could see us doing that. 
or I could see us going with a linebacker if there's a really good linebacker there or an edge rusher. Okay. So, um, you know, you got a feel for what goes on in New Orleans. I get a sense that Sean Payton's almost relieved that he finally retired. <laughs> that could be. It could be because the last couple of years, I actually said Drew should have retired after last season and we should have kept Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but he stayed an extra year. He's getting paid now. Say again? He, he got paid. Bridgewater. Yeah. 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 No, he, got, he got paid. Oh. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. He got yeah, paid last him? year for the Panthers. Um, yep. So. When Teddy left and Drew stayed, that put us in a position where we had to move on and see what we had in Taysom Hill. And Taysom started a few games last year. He was able to go three and one, but he's not a NFL quarterback. Like when you watch those games, you guys beat us. We were on an eight-game winning streak, and we had Taysom in. You guys got ahead of us. We couldn't come back because Taysom is very limited in what he could do. Um, So the games he won, we beat Atlanta twice. Atlanta sucks. And the other game, we beat Denver. Denver had no QBs due to COVID. The only reason he was the best QB in that game is because the other team didn't have one. <laughs> um, so Taysom, <laughs> Taysom Hill can't be our starting quarterback. He's great as the just jack-of-all-trades guy. I love him in that role, very athletic, be a running back, be a wide receiver, be a tight end, be a QB at times. So I think Jameis is the right way to go. And like to your statement, though, I do think Drew was holding us back a little bit. So Sean Payton in the back of his mind, could be relieved a little bit to move forward with somebody who does have an arm, who he can try to mold and try to have a new challenge, right? He's been working with Drew Brees for the past 15 years. He's probably ready for something new as far as trying to challenge himself. And if he gets to the Super Bowl with Jameis Winston, his ticket is sold. Like, he's he's good. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's, that's – I never really thought about that, the fact that Sean Payton's kind of – he could be – Relieve that now the reins are off. He can do whatever he wants. He can let Hill play more without feeling guilty. He can, you know, just let Winston. Look, we all, like you said, we know what Winston's capable of. He has a hell of an arm. Yeah. Uh, it's just his his mistakes. And, and um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's can overcome that. I, he, Again, he's, he's we now all a, have skeletons in our closets. Well, he's now, he's now a year. <laughs> <laughs> he's now, and that's just, this is actually a, Kind of sober, Gary. Believe it or not, uh, most times Gary by this point is already rambling, and his eyes are half open. I'm, I'm, I'm not far from there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, good. Friday night ritual for Gary, for all of us. Cheers, cheers, you bastard. That's all I got. Cheers, you bastard. Uh, how's your all margarita? We got, all, all we got, all we need. How's your margarita, by the way? I'm already done, man. I gotta get my second cup. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get hooked up with that. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I never thought about that and that, that there's, there's something to be said for that. Like now he might feel a little more released to, to, to do a little more with that offense. Uh, cause he's, he's got, look, Drew Brees is one of the most accurate passes ever, if not the most accurate passer ever. James Winston under short pain. I, I, he, 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 he can do some stuff. He's going to be able to wing it, man. And Michael Thomas yeah. might actually love that. Uh, it's that's going to be interesting to see what they do. And if, so, and like, so who's the – I mean, Michael Thomas, we all know what Michael Thomas is. He's a great receiver. But who's their, who's their like, deep guy? So we have Traquan Smith. He's somebody Traquan who can definitely – he can stretch the field. In college, he was known for that. Um, but in the offense with Drew Brees, we weren't able to use him in that way mm-hmm. enough. So he'll definitely get more of 
those chances with someone like Jameis Winston. Also, Deontay Harris, he's our punt returner, but we started using him more in the offense and later in the year. But the playoff game against the Bears, he caught, I believe, seven or eight passes mm-hmm. in that game. And he's a burner, like four, two, four, three type guy. He definitely could go deep. Um, so we have a few people that can go deep. We have a guy on our that was in our practice squad that we moved up later in the year in Callaway. Uh, who was also very good going deep. So we got some deep threats there. Uh, we just need that second durable receiver, that second guy to be a possession guy along with Michael Thomas mm-hmm. to really stabilize the offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't forget they got Kamara as well. And Kamara definitely could go deep. He could split out wide, come out the backfield. That's a great a great point. Yeah, he's, that's uh, the most dangerous weapon in football, in my opinion, man. Absolutely. And, and, and I think – you know, early in the season, he wasn't. He, he went through a period where he wasn't catching passes. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, he's he's probably the most da- he's the most dangerous guy probably on the field with the ball in his hands, and they weren't yeah you know, they weren't doing that, and they just kind of limited him to carries, and they kept putting in uh why is why is his uh, name slipping me the other the other running back uh, from Atlanta that they had he came from Atlanta the backup running back for the Saints. Damn. Murray. Murray. Murray, thank you. Thank you. Jesus, yeah. Wow. We only said it three fucking times. <laughs> my, uh, right. I, where, I, where'd he come from, Sean? I actually, my, uh, my cable kicked out. <laughs> I lost, I lost everybody for a second. I lost audio. You're just sitting there talking to yourself. What the hell is his name? Oh, man. oh that's funny. I'm so sorry. Funny. Yeah. As yeah. we're saying it, and she, she was just like, man, what was his name? Why can't I think of his name? I was, and I'm looking, <laughs> excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one. And I'm looking. I'm like, why aren't they helping me out? And, I'm like, <laughs> and I look down. I'm like, oh, shit. And I saw the thing. I put it back in. I'm like, oh, damn it. Very sensitive. Uh, you know, this is why I'm glad with the remote thing. When We're almost done. We're getting there. We got two more uh after Sometimes tonight. when you pull it out, you got to put it back That's in. That's it. Sean. That's right. Oh, man, so <laughs> he starts to come and then he pulls out. Um, the uh, we have two more remote shows and then and then we take two weeks off and then we go live for the first time in over a year. So I'm gonna be glad when we're done with this setup that we have here. So yeah, yeah. COVID suck my balls. That's right. That's. Um. <laughs> yeah. me ass. yeah, it feels good. <laughs> There's the guy we know. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. Damien, why don't you uh, why don't you tell everybody uh, where they can find your show and um, and uh, you know where they can download it and everything? Yeah, so the name of my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damien Adams. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you're listening to this one on Apple, Spotify, Google, you can find Shackle. my podcast. <laughs> it's probably on Satchel as well. You can find my podcast wherever you listen to this podcast and go ahead and subscribe to The Real Deal with Damian Adams. And I also do another one called The Third and Three Podcast, which is the mostly football podcast that you can subscribe to on any platform as well. And on social media, find me at The Real Deal WDA on all social media platforms. Okay. Nice. Awesome. I don't think I don't think I I got to follow you on Twitter. I was thinking about that today. Uh, so now I know where to find you. So there's that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I'll follow back. I believe I'm already following you guys on Twitter. Okay. So, yeah. Man, I, feel, I probably do follow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you feel shit. awful. You feel awful. I, I do. I feel I feel <laughs> terrible. I'll have to look it up. I probably do. I probably already follow you. I don't know. If I don't, I so will. Da- after time. So, Damien, why why New Orleans? Is that where you're from? Yeah. Born and raised right outside New Orleans. So you know what mud bugs are. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's right, because we – 
we had uh, Mike Diddy on, and he he came from New Orleans too initially, and uh, I think you were talking about that with him too. Yeah. yeah. So what, what are they? So for me, like with mud bugs, it's just ladybugs, like. <laughs> but you uh, you also have Larry. Crawfish. Some call it, huh? Crawfish. Oh, you talking about the craw? Yeah, crawfish. Some people call them mud bugs. Yeah, crawfish. For me, got you got to suck the head, Paul. Yep. <laughs> with it, you like say you snap it out, get the juices out. Exactly, get the juices out. And I'm really good at getting the I tail out. Ever going I'm not even it. No. Just pull it straight out. Brian, no. Brian, it's it's really it's not oh, as bad. That, that, it's not as bad as it sounds. It's not as bad as it sounds. I'm not sucking a bug. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a crawfish. It's crawfish. No, I'm not sucking a crawfish either. <laughs> Stop lying. You suck all kinds of shit. <laughs> Just there. Just there. Certain dogs with a certain kind of peanut butter. Oh, my God. Damien. <laughs> Damien. You got a dog? Don't. <laughs> you got a dog? Oh. No, I don't, I don't do dogs. I don't do dogs. Yeah, good answer. Oh. Good answer. Oh. Don't answer. Yeah, what was that movie with Matthew McConaughey and fucking Sandra Bullock? And fucking Samuel Jackson, you're goddamn right. I think they deserve to die. Uh, it was, um, yeah, yes, they deserve to die, and they should burn in hell. That's what he, yeah, ah, that one's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? What was the name of that movie? I don't know. Why, you, why are you bringing that up? What's, what, what's your <laughs> reference? Well, it was filmed in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Sorry, I remember. All right, I got you. And that's where they were talking about mud bugs. Showing postal ass comment. <laughs> there you go. That's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Fuck you. <laughs> oh man. Well, Damien, it was it was great as always uh, to have you. Uh, we'll do it again soon, man. And um, you know, best of luck with the show. And and by the way, um, congratulations. Uh, you got married since uh, we last talked. Uh, and uh, hey, congratulations, hopefully it's doing well for you, man. Oh, thank you guys so much, man. I really appreciate being on the show. It's always a good time. You never know what you're going to hear on this <laughs> show. I love that. <laughs> I love the unpricked, unpricked, unpricked uh, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> predict- it's, <getting> to me. <laughs> it's, margarita, man. it's not predictable. <laughs> it's not predictable. <laughs> yeah, margarita. Yeah. yeah, it's not predictable, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much. And I'll definitely have you guys on my show soon, man. Good luck with everything. Thanks, man. Right, and, uh, man. Go Sixers tonight. <laughs> go Pels. Go Pels. There you go. Good night, Dave. All right. Take care, man. Damian Adams is joining us tonight. It was cool. It was good to have him on. Jumping all of us for a bit. Yeah, he's, a, he's an honorable dude. Yeah, he is. He loves he loves his uh he loves his basketball, man. He he's he's very knowledgeable with the basketball, for sure. Um I, I didn't want to get into it with the six you know, with the uh, Eagles with the draft and all. I mean, that's not going to interest him. I I was just curious to see what the you know towards the back end what he was thinking was going to happen there. Um, oh shit, there was one thing I wanted to ask him about, but I'll bring it up and I'll bring it up and while you were drunk, uh, the Paul Pierce situation. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want I want I wanted to ask him about that. I, I forgot, so uh, that's all right. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Let's do SSCS. Actually, you know what? Fucking Gary. Fucking Gary ran out on us. Nah, I'll be back. <laughs> yes, he will. Um, I can hear him. I can hear him staggering around. 
There he is. Grabbing another grabbing another brew. Alright, uh I'm gonna go first. Sound good? Yeah, there you go. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth. So my SSCS of the week is Minnesota Twins manager Rocco Baldelli. Uh, we remember Rocco Baldelli from the Tampa Bay Rays team that we beat in the World Series back in 2008. Well, he now manages the Minnesota Twins. He took out his pitcher, I think it was the second day of the, of the season, second second game of the season, Jose Barros. Uh, he had 84 pitches. All right, he took him out, right? Okay, 84 pitches. He also had a no-hitter going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. And he shit. took him out. 84 pitches. Had a no hitter, and you took him out of the game. I, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I understand it's not always about personal accolades and all this, but that's a once in a lifetime pos- potential uh, thing for him. Uh, it's probably something he's always dreamed about. You know, it, it, it's a you know, it's a pipe dream for someone. You know, <laughs> to, to come in to, to come into the uh, to, to to a major league baseball game and to throw a no hitter, and he had an, a, an ample opportunity. And a he, pipe dream. That's right, and he and he took him out, and uh, I, that's just that's just messed up. It looks like the yeah, like that the personal accolades. I get that, but like you're going for a no hitter, like you, you gotta let it ride, man. If you he gotta start, let it ride. yeah, I mean, look, if, if you're getting to the 120 pitch mark and you're in the eighth inning, okay, now maybe and I and I get it. It's so early in the season, and ride, maybe you're worried ride, about the future of the season for him. Maybe that's what he was doing. He's just thinking about the future. <laughs> but that might <laughs> fuck me in my ass. It felt so good. Well, that's basically what the uh, pitcher. That's basically what Rocco Bellidelli did to the pitcher. Fuck me in my ass, man. Shit. That's what he did. <laughs> you fuck me in my ass, man. So that's Shit. my SS- that's my SSCS, uh, Ryan. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week, and this is why. <laughs> you cocksucker. Punch you in the mouth. Mine is a uh, good old Draymond Green. Hmm. Um, so he had said something about uh, he wishes like female sports people would just keep their mouth shut and just you know basically go out there and play. He got hmm. reamed for that, and then he said, um, you know, this is on top of him saying he's the best defensive player ever to play the game. Um, he's not even the best offensive player of his era. Um, now he's saying he's going to be an NBA TV analysis because everybody that, that does it now doesn't know the game and they're fucking everything up. Which, that may be the case. Like, he may be right. But, like, <laughs> who, does, who does this dude think he is? Like, how does, a guy, how does a guy who has a career at, what's he, have an eight-point-a-game average? Yeah, who appointed you, GM of the seven, NBA? Seven, eight-point. Seven, seven or eight career average rebounds. Like who? Who are you? Like the only reason you you got the accolades, the only reason you got the rings, is because you played with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and uh, Clay Thompson. Like if you weren't on that team, you wouldn't have the rings. Like you're a mediocre player. Like, yeah, bro. I get, just, I get it, bro. Just shut the fuck up, man. Like I'm so tired of them. Oh. I he he's not my favorite player at all. I look best defensive player. Ever. I I mean, give me Dennis Rodman over him. Give me Scottie Pippen over him. 
Get Gary I'll, Payton. Like the, the glove. I, I would take Gary. I'll take. I'll take Gary Payton over him. That's it's he, such he's a. He's got a good first name. It's such a. Yes, he does. It's such a. <laughs> it's just such a pompous thing to say. I'm the best defensive player to ever play the game. When right, he's a fucking putz. Yeah, he is. Kicking people in the nuts and shit. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fucking putz. Fuck him. All right, Gar. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! Phillies relief pitcher Velasquez. You, you, you have one solid inning. Then what you a give fucking jit bag. And then you give up four walks, your second inning pitching? Like, what the fuck? Enough with this guy already. It's time, it's time to move on from him. Well, perfect segue. Let's talk to Philly, Phillies baseball. Here we are, uh, first first weekend of the season. The Phillies are five and one to start off the season. And uh, what are they doing? All right, what are they doing right now? By the way, they are down three to one in the sixth. Oh, okay. Well, Wheeler pitching. Uh, that's a little rough. Uh, Atlanta's bullpen's kind of shitty. Um, but yeah, Gary, if there was any blip uh, or I guess any pimple on their on their week, it's Vince Velasquez. Let, you know what? Why don't we just hit on it? Because you just talked about it. Let's just get it out of the way and we'll talk about the good. Well, uh, you know what, John? Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, I'm getting on negative a little bit. No, no, no. It's fine. Let's start off with that and get it out of the way. I mean, maybe if they gave them a little bit of run support, it wouldn't have been so bad. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Phillies are having trouble hitting. I mean, they're winning, but they're having trouble hitting. And they are. And I'm talking to my – I'm at my mom and dad's the other night. My brother's there. We're talking about this. He said, how can you say this so early in the season? I said, it's not that it's so early in the season. The last two, three years, there's there's been no run support for any of the pitching. Last year their offense was was, was okay. Um, I mean, they had a lead in 80% of the games last year. You know, the bullpen kind of blew it. I mean, if 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 you if you win half of those games, forty percent of those games, thirty percent of those games, you're in the playoffs last year. Uh, okay. Um, so I, I'm I hear you uh, with the offense kind of struggling a little bit um, until yesterday or until Wednesday or whatever the last play. Yeah, Wednesday when they scored eight runs and hit three home runs. It was a warmer day too. Um, in in defense of that. Um, during the first series with the Mets, we had 20, 30 mile per hour wins. Um, there were several home runs that should have, that would have went out on a normal day that were that were blown back. You know, right. so those that's that's a couple of runs there. Um, the one thing that is alarming is the runners in scoring position. That hasn't seemed to change. They're that still left a lot of runners on base, bro. Yeah, they they still keep leaving too many guys out there. So I I I'll say that's a concern. That hasn't gone away. Um, but the but the positive, in the beginning of the season, all analysts have said that the Phillies bullpen ha- can become twenty five percent better. They have a good good chance. Been a lot better. Oh, uh, their defense and their bullpen. Yeah, bro, it's much much better. Dave said too many yeah. mi- too many outfield miscues, misjudging hit balls and late starts. Hope it cleans itself up. I, I yeah, I saw Adam Adam Hazley kind of make a big mistake. Yeah. Uh, he's struggling a little bit out there. I I I kind of chalked that up to him not getting a lot of reps during the spring training. He he got hurt. Um, but this is no this is no players. They they have to learn to gel with a new team. 
Well, Hazley's been with the team. Yeah. He was with the team last year, but and and very little the year and before. Not, and not really like with baseball. You can either play the position or you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, at Adam Hazley, to me, I know we're only six games into the season, but I, they need a center fielder. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they they need a center fielder. Well, whether that's the guy that's down in the minors or they make a trade or something. I, I mean, give Herrera they, give Herrera a chance. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. They got to do something though. They they I need mean, a center fielder and uh, his bat and his bat is very good, bro. Herrera's. I mean, so is his, apparently his fists are too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, he told her to shut the fuck up. But um, also, <laughs> also, I know it's only two starts, but um. I'm a, I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little concerned about Aaron Nola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a little concerned. If he, he keeps, if he keeps going the rate he's going, now he is getting the W's. But if he keeps going the rate he's going, he's not going to last. No, he was, he, he's not getting the W's. He was great. He, in, he was great in his first start. He had one bad pitch. I. I dude, he, he would have given up. Like if it wasn't cold and windy, he would have given up four or five runs. But I get what you're saying, right? And, but he, and but then he his, did. But, but he and, did. And then his second start, 80 pitches in four innings. That, that's not good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's your number one. No, his, second, his second start was, and Dave's, Dave's agreeing with you, Nolan not like looking it, good at all. If you're, he's your number one starter. You need a lot more out of him, especially because of the back end of his rotation. Um, Like, he, he has to be a lot better. He has to be, or the Phillies aren't going to be where we all want them to be. Right, bro, and he burns out at the end. Mm-hmm. So if the if the Phillies go into the playoffs, and he's one of your top, you're you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Uh, yeah, it's, I I mean you're you're right. It, it's definitely a concern for sure. It, it was kind of a concern at the end towards the end of last year. We started to see him kind of fade a little bit, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to. It's hard for me to kind of jump on that right now. I mean, it's it's two starts. The first start, like you said, it was the, – first of all, the conditions were not ideal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, first starts of the season tend to never be your sharpest. They're here not in yeah. midseason form yet. But the last start was a little wor- worrisome, for sure. Uh, it's a lot of pitches thrown in, in that many that many innings, so – but the bullpen is much better than it was last year. Oh, dude, it's it's it's, yeah. it's night and day. It's night and day. Oh, Even dude. what was the, the other game? They had an eight-two lead in the ninth, and actually, Mike Diddy texted me because I still don't feel good about this. I'm like, dude, you got to get that out of your mind. I said that was last year. That was a that was an anomaly. I said that was a, a thrown together team with no spring training. Uh, Joe Girardi's first year manager. He he doesn't know who these guys are. Uh, you had a, a jackass for a GM. And now you got this guy, Dabrowski, comes in, builds builds this roster up. I think he's done a phenomenal job. I mean, he, he yeah. added some veteran arms who throw hard. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Kinsler is the only guy, I think, in the bullpen that doesn't throw, like, 98. I mean, and he throws 95. Right. They they are a hard-throwing bullpen. And, and it they're, it's actually exciting. It's actually exciting to watch mm-hmm. these guys pitch. It's yeah. like, And who's the guy with that bushy? Alvarado. Alvarado uh-huh. throws 100 miles per hour. He has a 90. I'm, I'm talking to my brother the other 94 night, mile per hour slider. Good luck. And I'm saying I don't know what it is about that guy. I, ju- I just have a love for him. And he's like, 
You like chewing your nails? I said, yeah. yeah. I love that kind of petting. Oh, I, yeah. I just love it. It's got a point there. That's for sure. The guy's a fireballer, but he's like, he's yeah, like he wild thing. A, he throws 100 miles an hour, and it's got movement. Mm-hmm. That's 102 like, miles per hour. Like, how is that possible to, to throw a ball that fast with movement? Like, it's crazy. Oh, dude. And, and you know what, man? The, la- the last time I seen this, <sighs> I'm like, it was Mitch yeah. Williams. Yeah. They bite your nails. <laughs> I don't want that, man. Like the old lady says, what do you, what do you, well, he's, uh, not yeah. your, he's not your closer, I, though, so you don't really, you know what I mean? But yeah, that yeah. makes shit exciting, bro. It just makes it fun. Don't it makes you grow gray hairs and wow. throw things through your TV? You ain't, are you changing the channel? No, but like. That's, that, well. You know what I mean? Well, well what? Like, because I'm not changing it, it's good. Like, it's okay? You know what else like is that? now? Hey, hey, Gary, you know what else is now biting? The NCAA March Madness tournament. You don't fucking watch that either. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, with that. Go fuck yourself with that. By the I way, by the way, the Baylor, the Baylor Bears. <laughs> Baylor Bears win the uh, NCAA tournament. The Baylor fucking Bears. How about that, man? I, I, I didn't think there was a chance. In, I knew Baylor was a good team all year. But they ain't fucking winning it. I can't see Baylor winning the title. This is crazy. There they go. Yeah, but and you know if you actually think about it, they were pretty much dominating, and then they got hit with COVID, right? Um, and then you know they got they, they, they were like, ah, <laughs> ah, honey, <laughs> ah, honey contaminated. <laughs> hey, boo boo. Look at Ryan, he's all mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> hey, 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 Yogi. Hey, we got COVID. Oh, boo boo. What are we going to do? I'm in the basement worried about government. <laughs> what are we going to do about the COVID? I don't know, Yogi. I'm going to fuck you in the ass. Fuck me in my yeah. ass, man. Shit. That was fucking, what's his name? What was that fucking little asshole's name? Yogi and Boo Boo? That yeah, was Boo Boo. Boo Hey, Boo Boo. Yeah, we'll just go golf. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go, Gary. Here's uh, Dave's answer to your Mitchell. Who was the last big thing Mitchell Williams ever was member for? Uh, Joe Carter. Yeah, so you want another Joe Carter moment? Yeah, so you want that? Yeah, you want that? I, I can, Is that I, what you I want? Go with... oh, Is that what you man. fucking want? Fuck you. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> Is that going to satisfy you? Was that not a fun year for the Phillies? Yeah, until they that lost, last. Though. So what? Was it not fun? I don't care. I, I want to win. Phone. I want to win. I had the most miserable, most jolly fucking jip bags on the face of earth. And, and they could... I don't give a fuck. That was a fun fucking year for the Phillies. Most hateable team as long as they it win. I don't care. so much more fun if they won. Well, I can't help it that Joe Carter was in the fucking league. You know, you know, apparently, Mitch Williams couldn't help it either. Oh, fuck Joe Mix Williams. I'm talking about Joe Carter. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. How about that? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So, one, one, one positive, and I think this is a, I think this is a big. No, look, look guys. A big honesty, thing for the Phillies. Was that not a fun? Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, but they lost. According to the guy who did our intro, was. Lenny Dykes, uh, yeah, thanks, Lenny. Um, the one big positive for this team that I've that I've noticed, um, 
they take pitches. Yeah. You know, um, Reese, yeah. Reese is – first of all, Reese is off to a great start. And we were worried about him going into the season. We were like, oh, I don't know what we're going to get out of Hoskins. He's looking really good. He's getting on base. He's slapping the ball down the line. He's not like he's not trying to hit a home run every time he's up. Um, you know, Harper Harper's looked decent. Yeah. JT's firing up a little bit. Didi's looked good. Segura has had his moments. He's kind of disappointed. It's, it's not it's it's not eighty degrees outside yet. No, we need you know you know who's in the McCutcheon's kind of like being real quiet this year. It's not eighty degrees yet, Sean. Right. So but, is so is um. I mean, Harper's had a header or two, but Harper. Yeah. He hasn't started great. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? He hasn't started like Bryce Harper. Yeah, I think the other game he went three for five or something like that. Like, okay, cool. Like, you're you're starting to heat up a little bit. You right, know? right. Uh, JT's doing know, decent. I don't know what he's doing tonight. Um, but, but, I mean, yeah. Har- Harper even in the field. Like, he'll break an arm to make a play. Yeah, dude, it, it, there's, there's never a uh, – Never a question of effort with Bryce Harper, but, but. absolutely, and, and 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 it's the weather hasn't gone above seventy five degrees yet. Wait till it's ninety. It's ninety, to, you know. Yeah, and it's fucking mid July. You're like, oh, let's see what happens. I'm telling you, man, this this Phillies team, oh, absolutely. But that's and what then, that, and, the, and the heat and the heat. You're gonna be like, nice. Well, I mean, absolutely. But you're, you know, uh, that's why I'm saying like I'm not that concerned about the offense right now, and. and no, but, no, but not that. that's, and that's why I'm saying like the fact that they're taking, they're seeing pitches well, and they're taking a lot of pitches, and they're making pitches work. Um, and and, grant, and and once in a while you'll get a you'll get a uh, a gift like the Mets manager pulling Jason right, Degrom with man, sixty right. something pitches in the game when he was. Oh, I also ask you guys, let's let's wait and see where this pitching staff is this time next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like I. It, there's just other little things that are concerning. Well, they, um, that they, yeah, Dave. I think our d- double play relay is slow. Hope it improves. Um, yeah, it will. You know, I gotta tell you, Didi's kind of having a rough start in the field a little bit. He's mm-hmm. he's throwing flat footed. He's a little slow reaction. I, I you know reaction time. Uh, so far this year, I, I you know I. Segura's playing second, so that's kind of it's not a new position for Segura. But that's not his natural position. Right. It's, you're not getting, uh, you know, two, 2011 Chase Utley out there, you know, where he's been perfected. You know, what, you know defensively, what position, I mean, it kind of early looks like it might be solidified, though. It's third base. Alec Boone's doing a nice job at third. Bomb's been good. He's been good. I mean, um, even behind the plate, bro, when you need him to shine, he does. Well, yeah, I'm just talking about defensively, guy. Like, um, the third base um has been a problem for the Phillies for a long time, and it just finally looks like it. It seems like it might finally be solidified. He's just so right, tall. Right. You're not gonna. It's right. so hard to get a ball over his head, dude. He's six foot yeah. five or whatever. Like, and he's and he's long and like you know he's yeah he's got a good arm. Actually, Dave, Dave just said that. He's strong third to first. Yeah. He's got a good arm. He's strong. Um. His his range is a little concerning to me, even though as tall as he is, I don't know if he's because because of how tall he is, if he can get over to the line quick enough. I haven't yeah. seen too many of those plays yet. You know, it's funny the other the other day I I was watching the game and I, I said to my wife, I was like, Again, you know, I it's said not my, it's not it's not over eighty degrees yet. That has nothing. That has nothing to do with playing defense. Yes. 
has nothing to play with oh, defense. I'll get there. That is. <laughs> so that's Gary's answer for them right now. Wait till it's 80 degrees. I'll get there. That has nothing to do with defense. So my point was <laughs> the other day I'm watching the game and I, I, I kind of sat there and I was like, you know, for as much, many people, as much people hated Scott Rowland. I, I love Scott Rowland. I really did. Even though he became a poopy pants and wanted to be traded, uh, but Scott. dude, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't blame him, dude. He's playing on the fucking vet turf, his knees are getting shot, and he's playing for a losing fucking team. That team sucked. Um, you know when you're when your answer to a, a you know starting pitching rotation is Brandon Duckworth, and you're yeah. trying to make the playoffs with him, who who can blame who can blame him? So that's why I, I could never blame Scott Rowland for one. Oh, is that when Lieberfall was the catcher? Yes. Lieberthal was an R.A. catcher. I mean, I, yeah. you know. He got his number retired. <laughs> Not his number yeah, retired. Right. He didn't have his number why retired. Why did he get, get, on, well, get on the wall of fame? He's yeah, on the wall of fame. You know, he's on the wall of fame, you know, because he was so fucking good. Um, Fuck out of here. Phillies put everybody on the wall of fame. And, and, okay, so D- Dave's like, well, Schmidt was tall, too, and we know how that worked. Well, Schmidt was six foot two. Right, I think I think Schmidt was yeah, six let's, two. Let, let's let, let I love you, Dave, but let's hold up on the bomb that Schmidt comparison. And, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like when's well, the, let, we Scott? People forget how how amazing Scott Rowland was as a. Third he was baseman. a great third baseman. Nothing. He, he really was. Nothing got down the line with his with whole Ryan. career. His whole career. It's the only Dave said the only player he disliked more than Rowland was JD Drew. Uh, again, I, I don't. I just. I. I don't. I understand. I understand it, but I don't blame Roland. I. I just don't. But now with Scott Roland, is it at the same time when uh, Rollins and and the spotlight was on Rollins? No, not yet. Rollins was just coming up. Rollins was. Rollins made his debut in like two thousand. Oh, I got you. We traded. Yeah, we traded Roland in ninety seven. No, uh, two thousand two. I think we traded. Was that late? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, Rowan was brought in like '96. The Phillies are down. The Phillies are down six-one. I just Oof. think Scott. He, he got a he he got a bum deal, as far as fans go. Dude, can you imagine if Rowan came up a couple years later, and Rowan was your third baseman instead of uh, Feliz? Feliz. Yeah. Dude, they, imagine having another player wow. in that position. I mean, yeah. For, so then you're so so then the lineup would have had. Rollins, Vicarino, Utley, Howard, Worth, Farrell, and Rowan. Yep. Good luck. Rowan was already gone. Is that what I Yeah, I'm just saying if he wasn't. You know what I mean? If Rowan came up a couple years later. Right. Or 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 State. Who was the third baseman on that team? Feliz. Pedro Feliz. Who? Pedro Feliz. Who? He was very, very good defensively. He was a good defensive player. Very good defensively. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. So Dave just said, can you imagine Rowan, Rollins, Utley, and Howard as your infield? That's that's oof, good fucking luck, dude. I don't know if anyone beats them in the playoffs for for three years. I don't yeah. think anyone beats them. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. But you might not ever have. Well, yeah, you would because Ryan Howard would have an error. But um, <laughs> no, he would. <laughs> like I don't mean to put him down, but he would. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he'd but, have an error, and he'd come out next and hit a fucking four-yard right. home run. But that that middle infield with uh, uh, Rowan, Rollins, and Otley—that'd be pretty awesome. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, man. I don't know how you... Yeah, I don't know how, how you get a ball past that. the infield, yeah. man. Like, Let me take a piss. I won't talk about it. All right. Sounds good. All you're going to talk about is how the total weather is 80 degrees. <laughs> what the fuck? Suck my fucking dick. <laughs> you can still hear us. <laughs> Hey, Bob's going to be a good uh, third baseman. Wait until it's 80 degrees. <laughs> what? what the fuck? Uh, fuck you. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. So six to one. So they're going to lose, probably lose their second game. Hey, you know what? It's fine, man. They're, um, it's, it's, it's a, this year is, is not a sprint. This year is a marathon again. Right. And, and the, I mean, this little six green road trip, you're only go three and three. Completely fine with that. Right. You're not gonna you're not gonna go 161 and one. It wasn't gonna happen. So been very happy with their with their performance so far this year, for sure. So yes, I, again, like you know, it may be nitpicking the concerns that we have, but like all in all, there's a feel about them. There there mm-hmm. really is a feel about them. Um, it feels different than previous years. 2019 is the last time is the. Th- Third time, I'm sorry. Yeah, since 1915, 1915, 2019, and this year are the only three times that the Phillies start at five and one in, to start a season, mm-hmm. which is which is pathetic to really think about it. Uh, but this team doesn't feel anything like that 2019 team. This feels nah. like a real, like legit nah. team. Yeah, just that's the, 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 no. that's probably the perfect word um i'm not saying they're winning the world series i'm not saying they're winning this they're winning that they just feel legit yep yeah they do yeah they do for sure i mean it's um, even if they do win the division make the playoffs and stuff like it's gonna be tough to beat the dodgers for anybody in a seven game series man Mm -hmm. if the dodgers are you know healthy and everything that team is ah. trevor bauer is having some issues yeah yeah he uh Apparently he sent uh, he sent a couple baseballs in to Major League Baseball to investigate. He's saying he feels they're juiced because his ERA is like four point five. Like so, he's having a bad out, and and then he blames the baseball. Look, yeah. maybe he's right. I don't know. Maybe maybe he has a chance uh, to to win that case, but um, it just seems like you know spilt milk to me. I, I think he's just not hitting his locations. He got a big deal. Tre- Look, I got to say this: Trevor Bauer isn't worth that money. He's had one and a half good seasons. He's another right. Jake Arrieta, in my opinion. It's Jake Arrieta. Yep. Yeah. So he's having a struggle, and he's crying like a bitch. And uh, you know, crying like a bitch. And now, uh, you know, he's trying good to get base, he's trying to get baseballs investigated. Yeah, That's yeah. a good fucking song. Yeah, it is good. Good tune, guy. So, so um, one more thing with the Phillies. Uh, again, it's only been one start apiece for them, but um. I, I don't know about the back end of this rotation, man. Um, we need one of them guys to work out. And, and uh, you know, Chase Anderson didn't look – I mean, Matt Moore it was his first start. Matt Moore, he, he's been a decent pitcher, but Chase Anderson didn't look good at all. I mean, man. Anderson just th- – he just threw a lot of pitches. Um, I don't know how much work Anderson got in, in, in spring training. Right. You know, maybe, maybe it's just a matter of just getting reps in, but I, I don't know. Um, yeah, Again, like you said, Matt, Mac, Mac Moore looked really good for the first half of that for, game. for like three innings. Yeah, he looked really good, yeah. and then they kind of some pitchers him. pitch pitch better when it's eighty plus degrees. Man. Man. Oh, that's it. That, I'm I'm sorry. That's right. You're right. Degrees. 
<laughs> we're gonna be a dick about it. Well, I mean, because that's been your answer for everything we've said about them. So you know, let's wait until it's eighty it's, degrees. No, uh, Brian, this Brian episode is eighty degrees. Yes, yeah. <laughs> eighty degrees Story. with Amy and Adams. Is he, what the fuck do I have to do with eighty degrees? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Fucking drunks. Is it eighty degrees when you're in that pussy? Fucking right in the pussy. You fat bitch. <laughs> you fat bitch. You fat bitch. <sighs> it might be I like, told you to wait till it was eighty degrees. You fat bitch. Where's my goddamn turkey beaster? <laughs> All I'm saying, Ryan, is when it's heat and it's in the summer and it's hot, some players pay, play better. That's all. <laughs> Dave Peterson. This is fucking... I see what he We need to replace the lights at Citizen Bank Park with heat lamps then. What are we, a bunch of snakes? Oh, dude. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Yeah, apparently they can't play. Yeah, apparently they're a bunch of iguanas. They can't play baseball until it's 80 degrees. Not. That's not That's not the point. That not 77. Making. Not 73 like it's been. Not 81. That's, not 81, not, but 80. That's not the point that I was making. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You said Alec Baum can't play defense until it's 80 degrees. Fucking bomb. Chase, Chase Anderson yeah, fucking can't. Alec Chase Anderson can't. Chase Anderson can't throw less pitches until it's 80 degrees. All right, fuck you. Suck my dick. How about that? Underneath underneath my ball sack, 72 degrees. How about that? I guess you perform well. <laughs> that stinks. <laughs> fuck me in my ass. It feels good. It feels good. All right. While you were drunk, sound good? feels good. It feels good. Feels good. Oh, 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 baby. baby. It really feels good to you, baby. Let me take you away. Oh, oh, baby. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it. It feels good. Oh, no. You didn't go there. I am not drunk, man. You're trying to make me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, is acceptable? While you were drunk. Oh, play, 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 I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need Fuck to know? Fuck me in my ass. Feels good. Fuck me in my ass, man. Shit. <laughs> Peterson said he I, he thinks you should go see a doctor. 73 is not a good temperature for your balls. <laughs> so while you were drunk, uh, we already brought up DMX. We already brought up Space Jam 2, so those two uh, were off my list. But uh, keeping with the Jam, Space Jam 1 shouldn't even be fucking produced. <laughs> um, speaking of basketball, beer, Grant Hill uh, will be taking over for Brian Colangelo, yeah, taking, yeah, yeah, taking over the taking over the uh, the Olympic. Show. What the fuck is he saying? Mute Mike. The Olympic, uh, the Olympic uh, uh, operations for the. the You're gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. I ain't dead. <laughs> I got nothing. Grant Hill is taking over for Brian Colangelo. The uh, Olympic operations. Is it, the, is it really Grant Hill or is it right. a burner account? Is it, it, it's, it's Colangelo's <laughs> wife. No, you didn't. Colangelo's <laughs> wife's really taking over. Yeah. But, that ain't uh, all she's taking. That ain't all she's taking. 
I just I got to be honest. When I saw that news, I was actually stunned that um, Colangelo was still even a part of that. I thought maybe he would have lost that too, you know. That's a shame what happened to him, man. Sixers, by the way, are losing too. They're down by fucking seven to the Pelicans. The fucking Pelicans. Oh, man. Um, That's right. It'll be all right. Who named your team a a fucking bird that delivers babies? A fucking Pelican? That's a stork. That's a stork. Same fucking difference. (laughs) Same fucking difference. It's a fucking Pelican. Who, who names a, a football team a bird? Team, the Eagles. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not get carried away. <sighs> they stay from Utah. <laughs> what the fuck? A bunch of fucking jizz. <laughs> I didn't mean to put that back up. Uh, keeping with the basketball thing, Paul Pierce was fired oh, from ESPN. Right, right Did you watch the video? Yeah. Do you think he should have been fired for it? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Why? Because he's, he's representing the ESPN <laughs> and he's got strippers at his party. Like, so why? You wouldn't have a stripper at your party? I'm not saying that, but I wouldn't live broadcast it. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Yes, you would. People are smoking. I'm not Paul Pierce, Gar. People are smoking weed in the background. Right. No, no one's social distancing, right? Because you're supposed to like represent. Yeah, nobody ESPN. has a mask on. Yeah, they're all smoking weed and there's strippers in the background. Yeah. They're playing cards. They're all so playing. smoking weed, pussies dripping on the sheets. Right. Yeah, I'd fire them too. There's no mask on the stripper's vagina. Like, you can't have it. <laughs> Surrounded by vaginas. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me, man. Surrounded by vaginas. Kids be coming day and night. I'm coming day and night. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I agree. For snail trails. He's you still got a job. He's rep- <laughs> He's representing. Uh, Peterson said it sounds like a great party. Um, I I like, like a great, No, it really did look like a great party. It did it look really like a great party. Did. I so why are you cursing him? I wouldn't mind being there. Right, right. but, the, the, you know, the fact that he went to Instagram Live and said, look, look at all the pussy juice all over the place yeah. with the weed going on. And, yeah. you know, so he's got to be fired. Well, wait a minute, bro. If you're at a party, somebody's smoking weed, and a bro's got her, <laughs> got your two balls in her mouth, are you complaining? Wait, she got No, but the question was, should Paul Pierce have been fired? Why? Because he's getting his balls. No, like because he live broadcasted it. Well, he's a douchebag then. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, yeah, it's like dealing with a kindergartner tonight, man. Straight up, bunch of childs. <laughs> kindergarten. All right, sorry. First grade. <laughs> first grade. First grade. First grade. Sorry. I can't get second grade at least. No, you're still pissing your no. pants. I ain't yeah, say what. You haven't met the priest at the communion yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's too busy molesting my brother. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it all comes together. Dave Peterson says it's Pornhub porn only any part of ESPN. <laughs> Otherwise, probably would have, uh, you know, probably would have been okay. Could you imagine that if you heard Disney owned friggin' porn? Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Mickey Mouse fucking bang goofy. 
Like you see ESPN ads, like you know, you pull yeah, one yeah. off, you're trying to squeeze one off, and you see ESPN ads. <laughs> yeah, at the bottom, it's like you know, at the bottom, Sam Darnold traded to Carolina for yeah, three yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you got, you got, you know, sexy milk. Yeah, you got that on the ass. I'm trying to, do I got to see this when I'm trying to squeeze one off? Yeah, oh, what the fuck? Yes. I'm a long time client. I got to watch these fucking ads. Yes, Pornhub. Yes, Pornhub. Uh, so, so. I I you did got just Howie Roseman scratching fucking Carson Wentz's balls. I did just I did just sneak on Disney Plus. How's the app on Disney Plus for Pornhub? Fucking damn corn corn slob. I love me some milfs. You're not gonna fuck this up for me, okay? Run the fuck over, pig. Run the fuck over, pig. Bring your sister over too. We got five thousand dollars. We got five thousand dollars. Oh <laughs> bring man! That, bring your pig sister over too. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget your mom. She's a whore too. Yeah, that pig. <laughs> she got a fat ass. <laughs> she fucked me in my ass. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. Uh the Little Mermaid and the Princess from the Frozen called called Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to bow a blow, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Swallow oh, my girl. Swallow my girl. Oh, God. Chip bag. <laughs> All right. So, Sam Darnold was traded to Carolina for three picks. That scroll, to the, that's scroll to the bottom of your uh, ES porn. ES porn hub. Site. So a two this year and a four and a six next year for Sam Darnold. And it's funny. We just talked about Teddy Bridgewater with Damian earlier. Teddy Bridgewater got paid down in Carolina, and now Sam Darnold's coming in. Yeah, that's – that's. I'm sorry. That's where I got confused. I thought he got paid again because, dude, I do – I always like Sam Darnold. Um, good for him for getting out of the Jets. You're going to really see if he's capable of carrying it, being a quarterback. Well, my question, my question, hold on, hold on, bro. My question is, why does Teddy Bridgewater keep getting kicked to the curb, man? I agree. He, dude, he had an amazing season, and then gets hurt, and then has never. Right, like he played well got, for the Saints when he filled in for Drew Brees, got paid. He had a good season with Carolina last year, a real good the, season. It's the severity of the injury that he had. Yeah, but it's been three that years. Was, it was five, six years ago. It's been it's three years. Three. Ago. It's when we traded. No, actually, you know what? No, he's right. It's been five years. It's it's when yeah. we we traded um Bradford to the Vikings. Was, yeah. It could because it because, because of that injury. That's why we traded him. Damn. So so like, why does he keep getting kicked to the curb? Like Teddy Bridgewater's been a good quarterback. Yeah. At the severity of the injury, maybe. But then I mean, maybe because it wasn't. Him. Maybe once it gets to eighty degrees, he'll be all right. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it is. He plays in too cold a weather. Yeah, he's playing the wrong sport. Suck my fucking dick. How about that? <laughs> no, you gotta go to you gotta go to ES Pornhub for that. <laughs> ES Pornhub, I love that. ES Pornhub. That's the name of the episode. Terry, Terry Bridgewater has trouble staying healthy, so we go. Yeah, so uh, you know, so 
What? What the fuck are you talking about? That's Chip Kelly talking about fucking Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> what is Chip, what did Chip Kelly talking about Teddy Bridgewater? Where did Chip Kelly come from? Oh, Sam Bryford. <laughs> oh Cheers. God. Cheers. Where's your beer? Cheers. Dude, you got it. Oh, man. All right. So, Dusty. Go all over the place. Dusty, Dusty, Dusty Baker. Uh, Dusty Baker, he is the NFL. That's Dusty Baker for the Astros uh, went to went to a social media to whine about the fans. And uh, because now this is the first time the fans have been allowed to boo the Astros after their cheating scandal. Scandal, I should say. And um, Damn, uh, that, he, was he, couple, he, that was a couple years ago. He's basically calling the fa- telling the fans to look in the mirror before you judge others. Yeah. Now I'll say this about Dusty Baker: he wasn't he, he wasn't the manager. He, he wasn't the manager on the team. Okay, so should he get booed? No. Should he's someone a part have, of it though? He's he. See, that's I think that's a little unfair because whoever took that job was going to take that now. I, and you, I, had to, you had to know that coming in, though. Yeah, and I think his response is wrong. I think that's the wrong way to go about it. You're gonna you're gonna tell people that they're not allowed to express their displeasure with a team that cheated the game right. of baseball. Like that, that that guy they hired had to be the guy that carried them through this. Right. And right. So in that situation, for, silence silence will be golden. And Gary, I completely. That's probably the most coherent statement you've made all night. I'm drunk. Right. Um. It's true. I completely, I completely agree with that. Like, um, you got to show class here, mm-hmm. um, and you you got to weather the storm. Like, you knew this taking this job, you got to weather the storm and be that that pillar. Yeah, right. I completely agree, Dave. Completely agree. Um, yeah, Pete Rose can't like, be in the Hall the, of Fame, but the Astros, you know, get right. to keep their fucking title, right? But from the Astros' point of view, the guy that they hired again had to be the guy to carry them through this weathered the storm with it, um, showed class, showed him how to get through it and be the leader and take the brunt of it. Um, so for him to whine like this, um, very classless, if you ask me. And I always liked Dusty Baker. I thought he was a class guy. Um, yeah, I thought it was but the, weak. The, the, yeah, very weak. Yeah. I mean, we all make statements that we, that we regret, regret. Never. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I've never made one statement I regret, guys. Never. Not me either. Not on this show. No, never. Never, never happens here. Oh. <laughs> never. Nick Foles is a horror favorite. Yep. It just happened. <laughs> there it is. And there it went. Uh, Tiger Woods, the uh, reports came out uh, from the detectives. Uh, the cause of the accident that has left Tiger basically fighting for his golf life, at least. He was doing 95 and a 45. And yep. in a zone that's extremely dangerous. It's been prone to accidents. Um, it, because of this, apparently the, the curve is, is pretty pretty strong. Um, you know, it's nobody gonna take hey, my throat. He was late. To the ground. <laughs> he was going to a, a, a meeting, I think. And uh, you know, he granted he was the only one on the road, I guess. But uh, yeah, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck him. I, I enough with him. Enough. Does anyone else kind of wish you had heard no, that, he, don't, don't, don't say that, that. That, that he was getting a blowjob while he was driving? Actually, no, that, that, or he was high. Yeah, 
I was driving fast because I was high. Yeah, just to see him spiral out of control again. I was getting my dick sucked because I was high. Now I'm rolling over and I know why. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. No, no, no. Thank you. I don't smoke it all no more. I'm tired of waking up on the floor. I, I always wanted to say this. For shizzle. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, there is that. And uh, speaking, of Tiger someone, sp- speaking of someone that did die, uh, today, Prince, <laughs> Prince Philip died. <laughs> Prince Philip died, and that means that uh, Charles is going to be a fucking king at some point. Soon. He was fucking 99 years old. Like, you know, I'm more upset that fucking DMX died. Man. Like, DMX means more to me than this fuck. Man, it's a rough crowd. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Open here, open here. And it wasn't it supposedly the prince that he died of COVID. Is that what they're saying? I, I didn't hear that. I just, I, no, I don't think so. I know he was, he was struggling for a little while. He was fucking 99. What the fuck doesn't matter yeah, what he true. died from? What? That's what? Not nice, yeah. That's not nice. What? Huh? Have a little bit of heart, bro. What? Twat? Have some heart. Twat, did you say? Have some heart. Can you speak up? I can't hear you. Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> so that's uh, while you were drunk. That's what I got. That's what I got. Fucking, fucking Prince Peg. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Peg. What? Little, little red Corvette. <laughs> I don't even want to. I got to be honest. Why did you get your time over here, to England cocksucker? I, I don't even want to talk with Flyers. I, I don't even want to talk about the Flyers. No, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, let's, let's, uh, Gary, you sitting down? Gary, you sitting down? Yes, I am. You got it all over my shorts. <laughs> Jordan Howard's back with the Eagles. Oh, Christ, he's pulling the jersey out. I'm going to have a cigarette. Is that what he's doing? <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. Ah, oh, he had it ready. <laughs> Ryan leaves. Yeah, Jordan Howard yeah. back. Jordan yeah, Howard back with the Eagles. John, he's supposed to be my brother. Oh, that's what to say. I and you don't, you don't give me no love. I didn't leave. That's right, bro, because you're more important than this, Cox. Right? Yes. I'm, I'm time. You know what? Listen, I'm gonna fucking timestamp that and put that on the best of. If if Jordan Howard can stay healthy and what the Eagle, Eagles are going through, is this is a solid signing? Considering, I have no problem at all with that signing. Um, it gives him a little more depth at the running back position. I have no problem with Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Jordan Howard as my running backs. I listen, think, I listen, think it was a good. Going. I think it was a good move. Short yardage, pounding, bruising back. Yeah, man, let's do it. I no problem at all with it. Uh, I think I think it was a good move, and he got him cheap. And it's it's funny how that worked with him, though, man. He was here. They like they let him go. They brought him back, and now he's going to stay for another year. Um, they got a draft pick because you know, he went to Miami. And you know the thing that's funny about it, he hasn't played a full season from start to finish here. The two times no. they acquire him, right? Am I right about that? The two times they acquire him, the first time it's in the middle of the season. And well, the listen, ne- and the next the time, time, it, time yeah. the first time they brought him here, do you remember? He was assigned the starting back. 
Am I wrong about maybe maybe when he was first here, maybe he was a, a preseason sign, was he? Yeah, he was. Okay, so I'm wrong about that. All right. Well, he, no, they they traded for him from. from oh, that's right. They traded. It was before the season started. Yeah. Okay, so I'm 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 wrong. So to to and then, to and then four, retract that. Four games in, he was named the starter. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt. Right. And then they had to go out and get Jai again. Yeah. They, they it brought, didn't work out to nothing. No, nah, he got like two carries. But I mean, uh, Jordan Howard and and Miles Sanders, if they rotate the carries, that that could be good. They're not gonna. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a nice spell. You needed someone with a little weight because you know Miles Sanders is. He could be a. Th- I don't know if Miles Sanders is a three down back. He's not. No, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think he is. But Boston no, Scott's not. definitely not. Boston Scott's your Darren right. Sproles ass type of player, and Jordan Howard is a little meatier. Jordan Howard might be the guy with the short yardage situation. I, I had no problem with it. The right. Sign, and, um, yeah. The way Nick Sirianni, I mean, the way they ran the offense in Indianapolis, that um, it was a run heavy offense. So you you need guys. Um, right. Jordan Howard, if he's healthy and he stays healthy, he he's a good back. Um, I, I like bringing him back. Zion got hurt. Did he? Oh, he took a hard foul. They're up 13. Was it a flagrant? Who fouled him? Dwight Howard. He, it was a hard foul, man. He basically threw him to the ground. I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, Zion's fine, but yeah, it was that was a bad. F- Dude, I tell you what, I like Dwight Howard, but he does some dumb shit. Yeah, he, he does. really does, man. Dude, he. Um, ooh. I. But staying on the Eagles, I um, the Eagles made a very good signing the other day with a um Eric a Wilson. linebacker, Eric Wilson. Eric Wilson, that guy's a a solid, solid, mm-hmm. solid linebacker. He had over 100 um, tackles last year. 121. It's pretty awesome. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks. He sucks against the run, though. I, I don't know, Gary. He had 121 tackles. He struggles against the run. I, I, I got to be honest. Like, you know, with what we had at linebacker position, well, basically, I think what this <laughs> signing does, it basically takes you – now, granted, it's a one-year deal. But he's young, right? He's, he, yeah, he's it's a young. prove it year. It's a prove it deal. Yeah, I, I, I think I, that takes him out of the uh, the, the, the Mikhail Parsons. Parsons. Yeah, Mikhail yeah. Parsons uh, pick there. So, offseason grade for Howie Rosen. So far? B plus. Yeah, I'm not going B plus. Um, so signed, far? He signed three I, guys. I, but with what he well, had he, to deal with, the got, position they were in, um, so far, with the uh, with the draft and and yeah. and the cap casualties, and I mean, I'd I'd say a solid B plus. Look, I'll say this to keep Brandon Graham here, which was good because we weren't sure what was going to happen with him. Well, well, don't forget Jason Kelsey. Right, Kelsey coming back. That's true. Um, did they sign a safety too? Oh yeah, we yeah they yeah, did. They signed yeah. two safeties, right? Did well, they sign? No, the safety from um from Minnesota actually. I um, thought we signed two guys. Adams. Okay. 
Oh yeah, Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, they yeah. did. They got two. They signed two because they signed it. Yeah, that's right. They did. Yeah. yeah, they signed Adams and they signed a basically a special teamer, and then they signed Eric yeah. Williams, and Jordan Howard and Joe Flacco. Uh, yeah, although so- the Flacco deal, I don't love. <laughs> I think the Flacco deal. He's making more money now than he was last year, and he's another I mean, year older. That's a bad but move. But, but it's still a good. It's still going right for a backup quarterback, dude. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Three, three million for a backup is the going rate. Right. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Um, but yeah. uh, so far, I give him a, at least a C plus. At least. Um, I'm gonna give him a D for my dick in his mouth. Yeah, That's what I'm giving. Look, I, look, we Fuck all you, hate, Howie. We all hate Howie. Like I, we all hate him. He has a bad history. Like I get it. Um, there's some other things he did this offseason where you're like, what the fuck? Because he keeps kicking the can down the road, for to quote Mike. Um, so, uh, but so far, I mean, so far it's been, it hasn't been terrible this offseason. No, it it's been, been a little it's bit better, to, better than I expected. Right. So you, you got to see what he does with the draft, though. Mm-hmm. Right. And even after the draft, you got to see what this coaching staff does. Because they're, they're, they're... Well, I'm just talking about the grade for Howie so far, Gar. Um, if he fucks the, the grade draft, for Howie, the grade for Howie would in, in, include the, the coaching staff, would it not? Uh, then that might be fair. But but it comes down to the draft. That, that, like, he can't fuck the draft up. If he fucks the draft up again... Um, I, 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 if he don't hit on this draft, Ryan, in January of next year, he's done. Eckhart, think about the future. So speaking of that, like the the, the 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 statement that Gary just made, are you like are you just hoping that Howie figures it out, or are you hoping that maybe he fucks it up again so he's gone? I well, I'll, I'll say let's see if they win seven games or better. I'm not talking about set winning though, Gar. I'm not talking about that. Like that has the. What I'm saying is, if he hits on the draft, if he could hit on the draft and they win three games. I don't know. Oh, man. Let, let's see what he does in the hard. draft. That's hard. Yeah, it's, it, it's, you know, you draft a receiver or whatever, and he ends up being a stud. And the second round, like all the draft picks hit, like, you know, let's say three of your draft picks hit this year. Three out of your 11 fucking draft picks hit, which is probably law of that's averages. Average, law of yeah. averages is probably what you're looking at. Uh, and they all pan your out. First, your first two picks – Determine a lot going on into the season and in the off season next that's, year, and that's basically what's hurt them over the last whatever many years because they miss on those guys. Yes, they miss Mark's on like the a white side. Yeah, the white um, sides. And, and again, I'm not saying it's a miss. Like we've talked Rager. about, I'm not saying. But Rager, Rager was the wrong pick. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts was the wrong pick. Yep. I mean, now you look at it like, okay, hopefully Hurts is the guy, but like at the time, Hurts was the wrong pick. But he's not one of the uh, one of the, the cornerbacks. What do you mean? Come... But he's not. Uh, Hurt just ain't the guy to make. That's all. Hey, God, you've seen him for four games. We How don't can know you that. determine that? All right, I'm just saying. Don't all right. One of the cornerbacks uh, is coming out in the draft. One of the top cornerbacks. It wasn't certain. I forget who it was. The guy from Alabama said that uh, Jalen Rager was the toughest receiver he ever faced. Like oh, I didn't hear it, that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tough, toughest receiver he ever he's ever had to cover. That so was like, what you call it, son. Um, fuck. Samuel? 
Asante yes. Samuelson. Yes. From yes. Was State. that him that said yes. that? So, I mean, look, I, I think the talent's there for Rager. I think under a new system, um, no the ceiling th- is high. <laughs> I don't think Rager. I don't think ever Rager will ever be a bona fide number one receiver. No, no. But if he could be a solid number two, well, your first round pick, it's still a bad pick. Yeah. Yeah. But but I, I mean, agree. it is what it is. He's here now, you know. Right. I mean? Like I hear you, bro. Let's just get the most out of him. Yep. I hear right. you. Like, like not. Let's not constantly look back like they shouldn't have picked him there. Like because he's he's here. So let's just get the most out of him. I hear you. Right. First round draft picks that uh, pan out and become stars. It's a unicorn. It sure is in this town. Really is. It's a shame. I think it's love, time for love you, Dave. Pop, love you. Love pop, you, popcorn. What do you think? Corn pop popcorn. Let's do it. Let's do it. 1981. Gary's got this. Should be a doozy. Gary's got uh, corn pop popcorn for 1981. Gary, did you put honorable mentions and stuff? I did. You got to check out for me, you motherfucker. No, No, just see where you're at, yo. That's all. Uh, Can you read? Can you you read it? it? No. Well, you put a light on, man. I don't need a light. Look, apparently you can because you can't read. Number ten. <laughs> Come on, I want to see you read it. All right, number ten. <laughs> Cheech and Chong, nice dreams. Oh, nice. That was fun. Yo, man. Let's. <laughs> Look, you can't see number nine. Fuck, I can't see it. <laughs> Hold on, let me get. A, let me get a light. You don't need a fucking light. Sure, I do. We wrote on the back of a fucking bill envelope. Yeah, oh my god, he's gonna light it on fire. <laughs> Why are you just pulling the phone out, bro? Number nine, the four seasons. Yeah. Number, number fucking eight, the fox and the hound. Uh, really? That was 81? Yeah. Wow. Number, bro, number seven, for your eyes only. Apparently not yours on this list. Yeah. He's Number six. Finger. The Cannonball Run. Ah, uh, with a uh, little uh, Burt Reynolds, right? Yeah. Although, Number eh, five. Eh, another look, eh, look, one look, of those guys. Look, hey, my name's look, uh, just going on and on. Gary wants to get it over my name's, uh, uh, my name's uh, Ter Ferguson. Number five, <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> it's a hat. He only comes out of backstage. It's funny. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's a funny hat. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, actually, hold on. Real quick. Speaking of, so Aaron Rodgers hosted Jeopardy this week. Oh, I yeah. Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. And the one dude, the one dude mentioned, he goes, yeah, you know, I met some, he's like, oh, you met some celebrities when you are yeah, he's like, yeah, when I was a kid, I uh, was sat next to, I think he said he sat next to, it wasn't, Bur- it was someone else on the plane. And they took pictures with him and stuff as a baby. He he held him on the plane and stuff. And then he's like, another time my parents traveled and sat next to Burt Reynolds and he wanted another seat. And he's like, yeah, Turd Ferguson wanted no part of me or something like that, he said. <laughs> and he brought up Turd Ferguson on the show, which was great. And Rogers starts laughing a little bit. I thought it was But funny. there was another one. There was another thing he did. I, I don't know if you heard it. Like somebody God, in front No, the end, of, the end of the first. The end know, of the first. And, and, and Final Jeopardy. It's yeah. my turn to shine. The, the, the guy answered. 
the guy who would have kicked the field goal. I just goal. wanted to be an yeah. engineer. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I, I, I don't know who was in charge of that. I, I just wanted to be an engineer. I wanted to be an engineer. You still can me. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> Number four, stripes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got stripes in your fucking underwear right now. I do. That's streaks. <laughs> Number three, nine to five. Working nine uh, to five. These fucking, these, these fucking movies suck. Yeah, and 81 was terrible. Yeah. Number two, Superman 2. All right. That's all right. Yeah. Number one. Can anybody guess? No. Number one. Hold on. Can you give me a genre? Well, no. I'll say this. He didn't like snakes. Oh, Indiana Jones. Um, well, yeah. Razor of the Lost Ark. Razor of the Lost yeah. Ark. The first. Yeah, wow. Yeah. How about that? First one. Cool. That was number one. Wow. A few a few honorable mentions. Clash of the Titans. What number? Ah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't do that. Uh, Harmon, Harmon, I think was his name on. Dude, that was a that's a good one, man. That's a the original is so much better than the the, the remakes. And, and, yeah. and the next honorable mention, Hump Death, Hump Death, Hump Death. Oh, oh piss boy, oh piss boy. Come here, piss boy. No. History of the World Part One. Oh, okay, oh. okay, we got you. Okay. <laughs> oh, piss boy! <laughs> Come here, piss boy! The jig is up. It's up. <laughs> uh, dude, that's oh, dude, the shit that Mel Brooks got away with. Yo, you got a fucking hard on under the feather. Oh, my God. <laughs> How are the Sixers going to lose to the fucking Pelicans? <laughs> fucking Pelicans. What the fuck, dude? They're down by 11. All right, Sean, number 23 in that year. What number was 23, Halloween 2. You got it, brother. Yeah. Uh, and number 28 was Neighbors. Neighbors? Neighbors. Yes. Would you like to be my neighbor? I don't know. <laughs> Number 30 in that year, honorable mention. Fucking Sylvester Stallone was in this movie. Cobra? He was a cop. He was, no. in a cop. he was a cop. Nighthawks. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's when he flew the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. I just Careful you don't get stuck in there because then you, you won't be able to find your yanks. Keep your yanks. Yeah, it was a good movie. Rattlers! Rattlers on the helicopter. Rattlers. Did you see it? Did you yeah, see that I've movie? Seen Nine yeah. He's got a full fucking beard, fucking sunglasses. Did he turn his hat backwards and arm wrestle somebody? Fucking faggot. Nah. Hey, fuck. Yeah, yeah, man. What the fuck? We're always showing. So this is like my hero. Stop or my mom will shoot. That was terrible. <laughs> Stop! I gotta think I gotta poop. Uh, you gotta do the propellers in it to spin. Sean, did you watch the show, show Big Mouth? A little bit. Yeah. A little so bit. You watch, so you didn't watch the whole first season? Oh, i seen the first season, yeah. Then when he shows up because he's doing a porno. Hey, yeah, yeah. You want to come over? Oh, here? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna screenshot that and send to you guys. I was like, eh, so what? No, you didn't like Nighthawks. I don't like. Nah. He How hates. Cobra? He's Cobra so un. Like he's so like un. 
I don't He's hate. I don't hate, I don't hate St- Stallone that much. Like, I just think th- I like Rocky one, and I like the last no, one. I'm not talking about the boxing stuff, Sean. I, I'm, I'm just saying St- Stallone in general. I like Rocky one. I like the Rocky Balboa one that he did. I thought that was a good one, and I like the Creed movies, and um, that's about oh, it. Cliffhanger? No. Stupid. Rambo. Alright, Ram oh uh, you know what? Okay, Rambo, the first one, and the I really like soccer. The it's second to last cool. one called just called Rambo. That one was fucking badass. That was a good you one. You didn't like Rambo too? I don't remember it. Was that the ones when you're slam- saving a slants from underneath the uh Yeah, you know, he's in he's in the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's underneath yeah, the thing. Yeah, okay, that yeah. one's alright. Yeah, that one's good. Come on, you rice-eating cocksuckers. I got to get you to the boat. <laughs> that was not bad. <laughs> All right. I, I don't understand what you're saying. We're jumping in he there. He them the slants. <laughs> I just thought throw a bunch of chains down. There's a ching chang chong To win war. You got to become war. You come to war. Rambo. Murdoch, I'm coming to get you. I'm coming day and night. He's got leeches all over him. There's a bunch of leeches on you. Mickey, get him. Mickey, 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 get him off. off. Mickey, cut him! Cut him! No, it's not. It's over. It's not over. It's the whole movie. Get up, you son of a bitch, cause Mickey loves you. Hey, you tell me you knocked him down. You try to knock me down. In the ring, Tommy only does it in my ring's outside. Touch me and I'll sue. Sue me for what? I'm, hang- oh, I'm hanging from a rock. What do you want to get from me? Yo, Cliffhanger's a good movie, dude. All right. Uh, what was the other one? Fucking we... Demolition Man's Apollo dog shit. Oh, that's terrible. It's so overrated. Come on, man. Terrible movie. Come Fucking on. the other one. Um, the one that get up. he did with all of them. Oh, uh, the first oh, one. fucking pilot shit, too. No, the first one was all right. Yeah, the next... Oh, what did they do, three of them? I think they did four of them. Oh, my God. What's the matter, Gary? All right, Gary. What's the other honorable mentions? That's it. Uh, all right. All right, good night, bro. There's no more. <laughs> Time for a look, cigarette. Look, he's doing a drop-the-mic thing. He's I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. He's gonna end up on the patio. Fuck me in my ass. He's gonna end up on the patio with no pants again. <laughs> I don't want a piece. I want I, the whole I, thing. I want the whole thing. <laughs> oh, Judge Dredd, that's a fucking pile of dog shit though. Judge Dredd. <laughs> I just want to end the show and listen to that baby. I just want to listen. Funny. It's funny, like that that impression and Ozzy are almost the same. Uh, Peterson just said, "What about Judge Dredd?" <laughs> just shit all over. Yeah, that's why I said. No. That's why I said it. Well, all right, dude. Want to thank? Uh, 
We want to thank Damian Adams for joining us tonight. Uh, I I don't know if we scared him or not. At one point, he's like, man, you guys are rotten. <laughs> and we were actually mild with him on the show. We were actually yeah. pretty mild. There was other shit from the my head I was going to say about BMX that I didn't. So I was going to say, like, X is going to give it to you, but it already did. You died from it. I was like, yeah, I might as well. I don't want to do that. I guess X really slipped away. Yeah. Flipping, flipping. Now he seemed like he was a big fan of X. So I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to shit on it. Right. Yeah. Like think about it. You know, I'd be. I, I didn't. I didn't really get that into DMX. I appreciated him. I didn't hate. I didn't. I didn't mind his songs. I didn't mind his music. So. Nah, there were days where, like, for two, three hours, I'd listen to DMX. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Peterson hanging out with us for all two hours, man. Every, yeah. you know, that's he awesome. He does it every week, dude. Yep. Thanks, dude. Um, Yo, and yeah, Dave, so, before yep. you go, I hope you hear this, dude. May 14th, man. We're back live in the studio. Yes, sir. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Three out of four of us will be back, and then two weeks after that, uh, Mike will be back, I think. So yeah. Be, that. It should be a lot of fun. All right. Damian Adams, check him out. Real Deal with Damian Adams podcast. We will see you guys next week, and have a good week. Yes, sir.